You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. We recording too, so hopefully none of the stuff you saying you wouldn't say in his face. You was lying. Yeah, but it's I mean I'm live right now, but you said the nigga look good. I'm just saying this just this pre-show banter. You know what I'm saying? You said the nigga look good. Shout out to Leonard Ooze. Why you not coming up on live? I don't know. Uh, Shawnee couldn't see it the last time she was on, but we live. This nigga Josh went live and didn't even say we going live. I didn't know. I thought we knew we was up here at this point. The mic is like hot hot mic. I thought we was waiting for Bree. She on her way, but I mean, like, the people need to know what's up. You know what I'm saying? We got motherfuckers on here right now tapping in. So you on IG or you live on Facebook? I'm live on Facebook. I'm on IG, but if you want to see the live big bitch, like, how how you seen it earlier? Like, all this shit is involved. Where they seeing all that from the camera? This nigga's live. We live. We live. Come on now. Don't do that. Oh, this nigga Josh is wildin'. Yeah. Let's turn that down. Let's get to it. Shit, we on this thug thing. You good? Sure, you you, you get me straight? in trouble. Heather, we out here and this you shit is up. Somebody said, turn me off. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? We live. Boom. Mic check. What's up? Josh Shadows Podcast. This is September the 25th. Um, <clears throat> what is this? Capricorn season? Sagittarius? What is this one? Libra. Libras. Shout out to the Libras. You know what I'm saying? All in the building one time. Uh, Libra, what's up? My nigga Albert Hernandez. I'm gonna, we live on Facebook. If you want to see the whole situation, go to Facebook. My personal Facebook. If you just want to stare at a real nigga in a t-shirt, you can do that too. What's up, Trav? I'm going to hook you up with somebody. Trav, been, he been at brief for a minute. Hey, One Rich Hustle. I need to highlight you. I need a, I need a, a logo made. But um, I'm in the building right now. I got some real friends with me, friends and family in the building. Let's do some mic checks real quick so I can make sure everybody good. Check one, check two. Uh, you sound good. Heather J setting up her one one single rose. You don't know how much I love you. What's up, Raven? What's up? What uh what microphone check? Yeah, yo, Heather J in the building. You know what's up? Heather J, actor, playwright, mother, instigator. We in the bit. This nigga ain't even my Facebook. Hey, we said some shit that was uh off strictly off the record. What's your personal Facebook? Joshua Adams. I got the same outfit on in my profile pic. Go. Uh oh. Go. The money ain't came in yet. The money ain't came in yet. What's going on, Heather? And also I got Melody Hearns in the building. What's up, Mel? What up, dude? You good? I'm great. I'm Gucci. I didn't know you ran that whole neighborhood you lived at over there off Grand River. Oh yeah, that's that's my neighborhood. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on me at the liquor store. You've been there. You know what I'm saying? And that's what everybody talked about. Like, going to the liquor store, you definitely, you walk in there, it's like, damn, Mel really is good in her hood. Damn, I'm on some Nipsey shit. <laughs> like the whole hood lover. Certain, certain uh, what he say? I'm a legend in a certain section. I'm a legend in a certain section. The hood love me with a deep reverence. You know? 
So everybody's here. Uh, Heather J is home. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back. Thank you for having me, Detroit. You, I'm so glad to be home. You missed the crib. How often would you to come back if COVID wouldn't happen? Oh, I was coming back like every two months. Oh, every two COVID. months. Yeah, I was coming back pretty regularly. I check on my parents, check on my son. Oh, he in college now. I know, but you know, you still you parent your kids for life. Talking to Mike, Heather. You parent your kids for life. I mean, yeah. I but... can ask my daddy for a car right now. Okay, <laughs> so that's crazy. My daddy's still kind of holding everybody. You know down. what I'm saying? That's just kind of what he be sending he my daughter's money and shit. I'm like, nigga, we straight. Chill out. My Aren't mother you? buys groceries for the for the dorm and all types of stuff. So he ain't got the white girls. He fucking giving them no money for the, the children. I mean, I, I didn't raise a pimp, so that I mean, ain't no I, pimp. I, I, That's just being opportunist, Heather. Don't I do that. I didn't raise an opportunist. I raised, Come on, nah. I raised a morally upright, whole good man. <sighs> that nigga in the streets. Nah, you got to know he out there taking advantage. Of that them white girls like, oh my god, that nigga got all the snacks and he treats. Probably, he probably gonna let them do what they gonna do, but he ain't the type that's gonna ask. He oh no, nah, you don't. He, you gotta ask. Like no, nah, Darius don't ask. Like niggas don't ask. They just volunteer and we take it. Darius don't ask, but Darius gonna tell you what he needs. And yeah, he gonna you, bring it up. Like, yeah, he man, gonna bring it up. Ain't no toilet paper at the yeah. house. <laughs> like, he 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 kind of passive with it. They like, oh my god, you need some toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let that nigga live. I ain't gonna make it come over because there ain't no toilet tissue here to wipe my ass. Right. He gonna give so you a I can't wipe my ass. I can't come and over can't and do you your properly. ass. You know, you're gonna be like, <laughs> okay. you got an attitude because my butthole itching. That's why you know I ain't saying? wipe my ass. And and then I said, you know, I got you. I went to Sam's Club and I got you like two cases of right. the 24 rolls. So. Have y'all ever paid for shit? Have niggas ever, like, have y'all ever went out here and went out y'all wait for a nigga financially? No. Melly no, have. Way. You took too hard to think about I it. I did. I have in my young days. Heather had to. No. You never. No. Hold on, Heather. Oh, yeah. You ain't never on the Zoom tip. You ain't never in your life a nigga gave a nigga no money for nothing. I no, I was married, Josh. I had a husband, so I did for him because we was married. We was one. Talking to Mike, we was one. You know what I'm saying? That's different. But after that, I got married very young. So by the time I was in my dumb thought days, I was I was a divorcee. God damn it! You know what? So nah. That's and we gonna this. That's the world we finna go with. Okay. So everybody know Heather, but I don't think we went deep even the story. I I tend to forget that. All right, let's go, Heather. Mm-hmm. Where you grow up at? West side of Detroit, Plymouth and Wyoming. Plymouth, Wyoming mm-hmm. area. Okay, so Plymouth, Wyoming area. Sad country. Mackenzie High School. You went to Mackenzie. You was there. Mile from Joy Road. Jerome Bettis. Mm-hmm. Jerome Bettis lived around the corner from me. I lived on Elmira. He lived on Aurora. Okay. so he went to high school with my sister. Jerome Bettis, uh, legendary running back, went to Notre Dame, yep. St. Louis, Pittsburgh Steelers, won a Super Bowl here at home with Pittsburgh and retired. You know what I'm saying? Like legendary story. We love Jerome. He, he always stayed true to the hood the whole time. Jerome will come home and stuff. And do for his crib and everything. You know what I'm saying? So he definitely did that. So growing up, what was it like growing up on that side of town in McKenzie for Heather J? I mean, it was the hood. It was, it was you know, peak crack era, 90s. Wow. Um, I had a big sister, so I, I was a little a squirt watching a lot of foolishness um, as a child, like sitting on the porch as a kid watching the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it was my time to move around, it was the 90s. And um, by the end, you know, it was money in the streets. It was a lot of death, a lot of death. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was. Uh, I feel like I feel like the teenage years. We, you know, we we buried a lot of people. Teenagers not supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think it impacted us. Hey, one said, "What up, Heather?" He said, "I'm from Finkel." And, and, and what's and, up, Al? And Ma- Manor. Manor. one. Yeah, yeah. Manor is um is um Myers. So that's Myers. Yeah, I'm at Wyoming. I was between Wyoming and Myers, and um. 
we ate the KFC on Plymouth and Myers damn near every day. And, um, you know, watching Arabs come into the community. I remember when some of them being real young. They weren't always there? I remember when it was uh, it was a liquor store that was on Wyoming and Chicago, and it was black. It was a black family, and I remember when it became an Arab family, and I remember when you ain't see white or black people at gas stations no more, and it was just like, where did where did the white people and the black people go? Everything became Arab. I remember when they wouldn't let us come to Dearborn. Dearborn didn't want black people there, and we couldn't go to their parks and stuff, even though they was right across the street. I remember that. God damn! So this is yeah, wow. The West Side was the forties was crazy. The West Side was definitely different, but then it was um. Was Jay was the first host when I hit the stage. I don't know who Jay was. Me? Oh, I guess that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, comedian Trav. So you grew Trav, up- yeah. He came to the jingle. Yeah, Heather. Yeah. Uh, what up, Trav? Bree be on that nigga. He be trying to get on tough. And Bree You know what? <laughs> so he, she going to be up here. We're going to try to get you right, Trav. You deserve okay. a, a decent Trav's shot. Trav's a nice guy. I, but Girls Trav, as like, I recall, Trav had a girlfriend when he came to the jingle. Well, <laughs> that don't mean he can't try somebody else if he yeah, needs something yeah, better out there. But we're not going to help her. Why we not help her? We know Bree. We don't know the other girl. We okay. No, we're not gonna help Bree be somebody's side chick and get her heart broken. Not our Bree. But Heather, when I was doing my thug thing, you picked a side when my shit was. No, that's a lie. You trying to? So let's do this real fast. Uh, and we, he lying. We had a we. It was a show that uh that uh at the TV lounge that basically put us newer uh, comedians. Josh about to tell a lie to the okay. forefront. <laughs> did, did, am I lying about that? The TV lounge put us to the forefront no, and gave a, us it our was audience. Hot. It was definitely hot. It was a hot. It was it the hottest Tuesday night. Mike Larry and CP on. Mike like Mike Larry yeah. CP. Everybody of that era that was like them niggas. We became like oh we was up there because then the older cats would come and be like damn everybody don't fuck with us here. It was our world and that's when the world kind of evolved and we became who we are. And while we was there. A lot of relationships got uh, compromised. There was a lot of stuff going on. And I had a kid with a young lady at the time. She been on the show. She, she said what she wanted to say. And the young lady that I was dealing with, after the fact, Heather J was super cool with it and basically kind of just made a decision that she was going to ride with her. On that that is the most biggest lie I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, Ain't nobody that, That's not what happened at all, Joshua. What happened? Um... I feel like you, I need to bring you to the altar because you're out here telling lies. Ain't no lies. Um, Josh is very good at uh, deception, okay? <laughs> so That was in no, my past, though. Nobody knew that Josh was messing with her until all hell broke loose. Y'all seen us together all the time. No, we was all everybody, at the shows. everybody was at the show together. We was at, no, we was all together that. every week. We was all together. So I guess maybe maybe your closer friends knew, but I just showed up at the show. I didn't know nothing was going on with them until everything went left. And then when everything went left, it was hard because I did. Uh, I still am very fond of your baby mother, and but at the same time, I was already friends with the side chick. I didn't know, and my whole thing from jump one pick. But you know, um, don't do that. Circumstances forced, you know. The decision was kind of made for me. I, don't, I still don't think I ever picked. I think I think Joy picked. I don't think hey, I picked. Hey, I a decision had to be made, but Heather was in the middle of it. And she got blocked on several social sites oh, at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. People got caught, caught the strays. And and, and and the host is in the building. Just sit right there. He got you set up. So whenever you're ready to jump on, God is good. But, uh, yeah, so you grew up on the west side. Yeah. And from that transition, you ended up going to McKenzie. And from McKenzie, you went to college. Well, I did with... not go to McKenzie. I went to Renaissance High School. Oh, Mc... oh Renaissance had them ones over there. Show some respect. Renaissance a, had them ones. rising phoenix. Renaissance had them ones. Nigga, I remember we used to run track. And we was like, that was the first time I ever seen it. I was like, Renaissance got some fine ass. Did you have to pass the test to get in there? So Renaissance, you had to be smart. You had to ace a test. 
You had the ace attest? Pass a test to go to Cass. Oh, really? You had the ace attest to go to Renaissance. What's up with y'all? You King, Renaissance, and Cass. Why is it? What is this thing? And it, I mean, Cass seemed like they winning the race because, like, what big no, rapper came out of I don't think Cass is winning the race. I just think they have a bigger school and more population. So I think they have more alumni. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're winning. The test scores say completely differently, so I don't think they're winning. I ain't seen no test scores in a while. I, can, I mean, um, you could be making that no, up. No, I don't. I don't know. They're definitely not winning. Um, they're second to one. They say they second to none. They second to one. All right. Um, well, we, but it's nobody here. For this is not fun unless I can spar with a tech. Yeah. Oak Park in here. Where you go to school at, Mill? Oh, Cooley. C O O. L-E-Y. Talk your shit. Cooley, Cooley, Cooley. And I want to be the one to say that uh, we had Gil Hill speak at our graduation. Who could say they had Axel Foley's boss speak at their graduation? Not I can. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying. Axel Foley went to Mumford in some universe. You know what I'm saying? But in my universe, right, Gil Hill was there cussing us out like, y'all going to be something or you're not. Like, okay, well, thank you. I guess that's one way. That's one way to She said Axel Foley boss came through. Came through. Came through. So we got a coolie in here. I went to Old Park. I'm a Cardinal. Park. Cardinal. Where you go? I went to DSA. Okay. I'm an achiever. Cool. Yo. DSA. Oh, you that where, talent. Ain't that yeah. where Leah went? Oh, thank you. It sure okay. is. See? At first, she, so she had, to school together. she had a Leah. Oh, Mumford had uh, Axel Foley. Uh, Cooley High had what? Gil Hill? Who went to Cooley High? Uh, Coach I think a lot of people went to Cooley Yeah, the, the whole neighborhood. All of Detroit. All of Detroit. Basically. Oak Park. Uh, Jeffrey Figer went to Oak Park. So who went to Renaissance? That was somebody. Uh, oh, the, the girl that plays in uh, Luke Cage. Uh, nobody watched that. No. Uh, everybody watched Luke. She no, got a show on no, CBS no. called All Rise. Like she, she legit. She actually, she played, she played old girl on Luke Cage, the cop that lost her arm. Oh, I can't think of her name. Yeah, shout out her. Uh, Dave Jizzle. <laughs> Our school like didn't start to eighty one. We ain't, we ain't been around uh, sixty years like the rest of y'all. No. Cass, Cass, the first high school in the city. Was it? Cooley was nineteen thirty five class. Like I, we can't compete. We, we. I mean, DSA is fairly new as well, though. Yeah. How new is DSA? But I mean, R. Kelly had to be a pedophile for Aaliyah to get on. That's nothing for us to be that thinking about. That is not true. <laughs> Rest in peace, Aaliyah. I don't know why they throwing shots. Because R. Kelly was a pedophile. Aaliyah got on because she was talented and Missy oh. and Timberland was fucking <laughs> with her. No, R. Kelly signed well, Aaliyah. Well, technically, Missy somebody. didn't work with her until with the second album. Thank you. To us, to us, R. Kelly. Southfield High, do or die, my nigga Dave Jizzle said. What's up? You know what? Back in the day, we wasn't even... Wasn't even what? You know how South, we wasn't going to Southfield. You had to live in Southfield to go to Southfield High. We, but once niggas got money, they moved. You know what I'm saying? Y'all only went to Renaissance because it was like, all right, this is what we We went to Renaissance because we couldn't go to, to suburban schools. It wasn't an option for us. Man, ain't so we made our own. That's what black people do. We make our own fly shit. All right. So from Renaissance, you went to where to go to college? I want to uh, just get your background. I went background. to U of M until I got pregnant. And then um, I graduated from uh, Davenport. She graduated from Davenport. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you started writing, because uh, motherfuckers already know you, so I'm just trying to get through this. So you, then you became an urban film critic, right? Yeah, I decided um, I wanted to try something for myself, and I didn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, I want to, let's just see what this do. And then I um, started, I contacted, I went to the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to be a film critic. What do I do? And they was like, oh, they do screenings. And I said, how do I get into the screenings? They're like, you got to contact this lady. It was Star Southfield, Telegraph at 12 Mile. And they gave me the number of the girl that does all the press screenings for Michigan. 
And I emailed her, and she asked me. I had to screenshot. Well, I, it wasn't a screenshot. I had to print out a copy of my web page. Okay. And, um, that I had to create myself from, like, a Microsoft template I got from, like, Office Max or something. And I printed, sent it to her. And after that, I got to go to all – I got to go to everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I started meeting um, writers, producers, stars. Um, and I was, I was a black woman. It wasn't a lot of us. It's a lady that uh, works at – um, CBS radio it was me and her and so whenever it was a black movie they would call me and her and uh, whoever like a JLB like Coco Foolish um, so Soul Plane it was like get Heather on yep, it because it, was, it wasn't a lot of black people doing it at that time Meteor Man get Heather but it wasn't that long ago Josh <laughs> it wasn't the 2000s Roots just came out hey get Heather in we, there I remember we got to see King we got to meet T.I. we went to a press junket they flew me to um, Four Seasons in LA when Sam Jackson did that movie The Man and I got to meet Sam Jackson and stuff Damn. And um, then, but it was like zero dollars in it because I didn't work for an outlet. Okay. You know, I didn't work for the free press or the news or nothing. I was doing it on my own. So I stopped and uh, no, I was I was wrapping it up. I was losing kind of momentum. I was doing cool stuff, but I wasn't really making no money. Mm-hmm. And then I met Clayton. Uh, Clayton and Claude was passing out flyers at the Mr. Allen's around the corner from my house. And I met them in the parking lot. I was going to get my son some shoes. And they gave me a flyer to the show. And then me and Clay became friends. Yeah. And Clay called me to take him. He would ask me for rides. So Clay would call me. I would see him catching the bus in the neighborhood. Clayton was Gemini before it was a Gemini. Yeah, but I, legit, because I would see Clayton on the Telegraph bus. And I would be riding out. She's like, that's what I say, young man. I said, well, he really is serious about this. Because, <laughs> you know, if you, if you were a young person just willingly catching the bus, that says a lot about your desire to get where you got to go. And I would pull over. I would pick him up. And I'll be like, yeah, remember me? You gave me a flyer the other day. You ain't gotta, you know, you ain't gotta walk. I'll drop you off. And then after that, Clayton would be like, hey, Heather, you do you think you could take me? And you know, he was a young dude. He ain't really no boundaries. So Clayton would be like, hey, you think you could take me to uh, Muskegon? You think you could take me to Canada? Like, no. Muskegon, three hours away. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so one time he was, he had a big show in Canada. And this is before this is before we had to have the um, Patriot Act where we could still get across with our birth certificates and stuff. And I, it was me and my son, and we was out and about. And he called. He's like, Heather, I got to be to Canada in like 30 minutes or I'm going to miss this money. I really need this money. Can you please take me to Windsor? And I grabbed our birth certificates, and me, him, and Christian went to Canada. And we stayed, watched Clay perform, and then brought him back. And this is all before I was a comedian. You went with a whole stranger damn near to another country and your son. And my son. Comedy had you doing some wild shit. Shout and out to YC Bryce. And then we, uh, maybe a few weeks later, I, I was starting to write scripts. And um, I told, I gave Clay a script, and he was like, this is funny, let's do something with it. And then I was like, I think I want to try stand-up. Because I had, you know, at that point I had... Uh, so what made you just feel like that? Because you wrote a couple scripts, you was like... Because no. I remember when you used to come around, you used to be with Clay, and was like, why is Clay doing this grown-ass woman? Because Clayton glad. was a kid. <laughs> Not that Clay Heather 18. is old. It's Clay just Clayton was... I was 29. Clayton was a whole kid, nigga. And it was like, I know Clayton ain't fucking her. You know what I'm saying? And Heather would be around, and then next you know, all of a sudden, her, she was starting to do comedy. And But you you started a little bit after me. I was like three yeah. weeks into the shit. That's the funny part. I'm acting like I was a vet. I'm like, she doing it now, too? Because we would be at 486 <laughs> doing shit at Tony Roney's spot. No, I had went to New York uh, on a film festival, and I was um I was really close friends with Rob Stapleton. And Rob is the one that made me think I could do it. Because mm-hmm. all his shows, you know, he the king of New York. Yeah. So all his shows was big deal shows. 
And he would be like, come on, Heather, we about to go to Caroline's. I got to close out tonight. And then we would, like, hit different rooms. He would do, go up, rip, get money, walk out. And I was like, yo, is this comedy? Because it's not what it looked like in Detroit. Yeah. He was like, ain't nobody fucking with Detroit. And he would be like, no, this is comedy. So I came back like, yo, I want to do what he doing. Mm -hmm. And I hit up Clay, and I was like, I want to be a comedian. And he was like, all right, I'll see if Tony will put you up at 486. And that's how I got on. And then that's when you started comedy. And, and then three weeks later, I called Rob like, yo, this is not comedy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Alicia, bad mama Jim said, I remember this. And she was there for all of this. Yeah, shit. she was. She definitely was. Because we'd be at JD's Honeycomb, House of Comedy. They was all. Bree? Thank you. Bree was we there. We used to get to you, Bree. <laughs> Bree then came 30 minutes later. Bree was there? No, I sent the message like, yeah, no. on time. Yeah. My phone is messing up and it was just scrolling and scrolling oh. and scrolling. And 15 minutes later, I'm like, he still don't have this message. But I didn't want to stop it yeah. because it wouldn't have went through. Um, but it's ben Jones. But I'm here. Shout out to Ben Jones. He was always with us from day one with his cowboy boots and his um, sand, my brother. That nigga being a cool nigga, but yeah, he definitely only had like that one poem, that nigga. Yeah, he had like two or three, but it was like, it was like he had erotic, he had socially conscious, I'm he had like I'm political. I'm going to love and suck your chakras, let your heels be my headphones. Niggas used to hate that shit. Who was that? Ben Jones, my mechanic. He just beat my brakes off. I used to be mad. Cause he was getting pussy off of that shit, and I used to be sitting there mad oh, no. as hell. Bill was winning off that. Bill was Bill saying a thousand miles. And I was just like, all right. Yeah, saying, saying my brother. <laughs> and then um, Alicia for sure, Dana. Um, yeah, Dana. Blacksmith, Mike Wright, Phenom, yeah, Miles. Man. Mm -hmm. Everybody's still around, man. Noon, yep. Everybody was, everybody was coming out together. Time. Yeah, everybody was running that craft together. Nigga ain't had no everybody babies. Everybody got good at the same time. It was like, yo, everybody is good. Because, like, everybody was not. Archangel, remember Archangel with his leather coat? Shout out to Archangel. Shout out to Archangel. They were had a, they, that nigga knew his, he was next, but he was standing up on the second yeah, he level. He was on the second level on purpose. For them to call his name, he got a trench coat on. It's 90 degrees outside. Like, this nigga. Yeah, this leather. This nigga looking like Undertaker. And he'll walk real, real, real slow. Like, nigga, hurry. Like yeah. trying to create drama. Daydria. Daydria was there. Shout out to Daydria. Y'all, uh, Corsetta, all of them, man. That was, like, yeah. that was legendary. Like, I will speak on that whenever I get to the level I'm supposed to get to. Like, dog, uh, Hunter G. Supper Club was legendary. G. Yeah, G was there. Dr. G. Shout out to G. He a doctor now. That's what's up. Oh, G Everybody a doctor? Up. Yeah, he got his PhD. Bro, shit. And then Hunter would come through. We would roast him every week like he was not a whole lawyer. We would just be like, this is bird, nigga. Like he wasn't his spot, though. <laughs> like yeah. he wasn't his spot. That he was letting us use for fucking free. For free. Every week. Come in and, and talk uh, shit. And then uh, Mike Larry got into a fight with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Mike Larry got into a fight with him. And that's when we found out Larry had a dark side. Because we was trying to push him back. Josh, you remember that? We were I trying remember to push that him shit. Back. Larry wanted to and beat his ass. And it was that white gravel. And Larry, we was trying to push Larry. But Larry was so strong, he was pushing us. <laughs> Across the white gravel, we was rolling back. <laughs> it was like me and Tavon and Alicia. It was like, oh my God. That shit was crazy. And I was like, we cannot stop Larry. We got to let him go. He was like a, he was like a uh, bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you understand, niggas got that dark side. Like, you don't know what nothing a nigga's sad till he get mad. And that's the funny mm -hmm. thing about Larry. I seen him about to fight plenty of niggas. I'm like, Larry ain't no regular nigga out here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Larry got another. That's why I be getting, I be kind of salty. About I what? be kind of salty when they be like, Heather be tripping, Heather be tripping. And I be like, ah. <laughs> Josh got a dark side too. I mean, we all Larry got dark side too. And this is the funny thing. Heather always throw that shit out there. Because <laughs> like, I've seen both of y'all wild out. Yeah, you have. Heather would get into it with everybody. Mm, and then everybody's like, why everybody don't fuck with me? Josh be on bullshit too. I'll be like, Josh. <laughs> and this is the funny thing she said. This is what she said to fuck me up. She told Larry, like, Larry, everybody love you. They don't fuck with me and Josh. I was like, niggas fuck with me, cuz. I don't know why you trying to lump me into that shit. If 
I went out with Josh. I went out with Josh like three times in a row. And all three times, we was about to have a legit rumble in the bar because of Josh. I don't three that. times back to back. Why? Because Josh gets on stage and talks to people oh, yeah. like like they like they not grown men. I don't think that's the case. We had a dude trying to kill us one night. He called his hitters up there. Some old dude came up looking like Shaft, had a gun. Josh was gone. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was like, so we got to die. Josh I don't remember gone. that. People had at, these um, stories, and I don't be remembering that we shit. We was at um, the gala. No, you know, last year in Grand River. Last year in Grand River. Last year in Grand River. He was at the village. And um, dude was in the back, and he, oh, he was the with promoter, his girl. The promoter. And they was, they was, they was, they was Mr. Drunk Smiley or some shit like that. Oh, I remember that. I and Josh there. was like, <laughs> you know, Josh calling people pussy ass niggas. I'm like, them is fighting words, dog. Yeah, I know. And so like me and Calvin, we just kind of stood up. Mel Bender, we started moving different because it's like we, it's been, we got, we got, we got to. We got to jump him. Because the thing is, like, Josh will go, but as soon as you say that one thing to set him off, he'd be like, all right. Oh, yeah, no, Josh was like, Josh was like Tommy Gun, where it was like, okay, Josh, you, okay, you won. And then it was that time in Marble Bar when he was dogging out that dude, that weird dude that looked yeah. like, um, he was he looked like a bizarro DeBarge cousin, yeah, like he's some kind of weird looking about him. <laughs> and then he walked up on Josh on stage, like, what you saying now, nickel? This what what happened. you saying now, nickel? Definitely and I was like, like oh that. my God. Definitely <laughs> happened. This what Oh, wait, man, it was a couple times. This what happened. <laughs> Shout out to Frenchie. This what happened the first time what you talking about with them niggas is it was a show at the Hunter Supper Club. I'm performing. He was in the back talking loud to this girl. And I'm just like, nigga, hey, what's up, bro? Chill out. And he said some shit like, nigga, you ain't funny. And that's that's the only thing you can say when a comedian on stage. So I'm like, well, whatever, nigga, whatever you say. Yeah, ask J. Bell, because everybody's on J. Bell dick, because he just did the Kevin Hart shit. So he was like, ask J. Bell. J. B. I don't know you, but J. Bell know me. I'm like, nigga, I, I ain't, and I don't never do this. I'm like, nigga, I'm really one of them niggas. If I don't know you, you probably ain't doing shit. I'm just being real with you. Like, so you can suck J. Bell dick all day, but if I don't know, you probably not one of them niggas. But he was just big in that area. So then he started popping off, and then it just get to a point where it's like, all right, I see I'm about to probably beat some of my ass. So I was like, nigga, it's whatever you want to do. Fuck you and your girl. That's really where I went with it. I literally wasn't nothing funny about it. It was like, fuck you and your girl. And then after that, it was like, I think they pushed the and nigga And then he around. called, he called... His people and his old nigga. He was he was sleeping. He had but to take his like, medicine. They was like they was like he was an older dude. He like late forties, early fifties. So his hitters was old. They was like they was like we had to be like sir. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sir. Don't you gotta be you gotta be for niggas that old around four o'clock. That's when they'll pull up. You know what I'm saying? Right after they did they play their numbers. But the friend came up like he he had his hand like he like we knew he had some. But he kind of came in like yo dog, what's going on? Like like he, his heart wasn't in it. That nigga and I think maker. that's the only reason why we didn't get shot because he was just like hey man, you know, call me up here or whatever. And then it was like right he seen it. All he seen was a group of comics standing outside laughing and talking. Josh gone. And Jay Bell was like, my daddy just died. You trying to shoot my boy? And Jay started crying. And I was like, I was like, you ridiculous bitch ass nigga. You trying to kill a, a comic because he roasted you. And then his girl was like, have the better shut up. And I was like, or what, bitch? And then next But don't make it sound like I left because I was scared. I left because it was time no, to go the fuck you, home. No. no, Josh left because he had somewhere to go. Yeah, fucking where the was from. like, all right, y'all, I'm out. And I was like, dog, the hitter is always like, I'm beefing, I'm beefing with this nigga. I didn't even know no hitter was on the way. I'm like, nigga, oh, yeah, if me nah, and you beefing. came in looking like, uh, looking, looking respectable. And I got the fuck on. Now, <laughs> like somebody daddy. Now, wait a minute. I don't know which time you talking about when a nigga walked on stage, but it was one time I said something about a nigga, and he walked up and stopped right in front of me, and I brought the other nigga up on stage, comedian, and he was talking his little shit. And I'm talking to a nigga at a respectful tone. Don't nobody know what's going on. My man like, bro, you need to say you sorry. I was like, I ain't saying a motherfucking thing. <laughs> and then Heather was like, Josh, no! 
And I'm like, Heather, what the fuck are you doing? I put hands on him. I'm actually the one that put, I lay hands first. Because when he got in Josh's face, he walked up. He was like, now what, nigga? And I just ran. And I just pushed him. And then when I pushed him, everybody was like, Heather! And it was like, and then they all pulled me back. But I was like, what are we supposed to stay here and wait for this nigga to throw a punch? Yeah, it was like, Heather, it wasn't finna happen. I'm like, I was like, my nigga, let's go outside. That's what my type of time was. And Heather came over like, what's happening? It's like, I was Heather, like, oh, hell chill. no, we're not doing this. Chill, because Josh AJ. had talked to dude so reckless. Like I said, I'm from Plymouth and Wyoming and Pete Crack era. I seen stuff like that escalate very quickly. And I'm from Oak Park. We talk out our differences. Deal. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that in Detroit. Let's go outside and talk about it, my nigga. If you want to scrap, we can scrap outside. You, get, you know, you get to call him man too many bitches he gonna you know it's gonna he gonna hit you it's not gonna be no more what's up Tier? happy birthday we finna get to the topic right now they over here making up stories about me about how and niggas and then it was like another it was like back to back to back and I was like every time I leave the house I end up fighting Heather cause niggas wanna come see about a nigga niggas think cause you funny what's up uh, Songstress T niggas think cause you funny you a whole ass nigga and it's like nigga don't let these jokes fool you nigga your heart ain't big as mine I'll beat your ass Facebook nigga all the way to Instagram so anyway I mean, that's real. so anyway this is who we is here. I'm here with comedians, poets. We're here drinking tequila. Heather got some 1800 that she had from two years ago. Uh, hey, somebody gave it to me at a show. At a show that she still has. She's keeping it like it's a I BT award. Out. I am on What well, we was talking about on the way over here that I just want to talk about, what was something that might have happened while you was dating somebody? It was a small thing that made you just not want to fuck with them. And what happened to me was a girl picked me up to go to the movies because I didn't have a car. I was a young nigga, a young mustache. I wasn't chick. And she, she crashed her car like she hit a car in front of us, in front of my house. And instantly, I just didn't want to fuck with her no more. Because it's like, bitch, you can't drive in reverse. Like she hit these people's car. Everybody was outside. It's the summertime. We on our way to AMC because we could go out and do shit back then. And nigga, I was embarrassed. I remember she a doctor now. Shout out to you, Jill. Uh-oh. I hope she ain't doing surgery with them hands that couldn't get out of car. Me neither. She definitely fucked up the game. She fucked up the game. That shit made me mad as hell. So what happened to y'all that might have been something small that somebody did that you like? And somebody was like, why would you stop fucking with that nigga for that? Um, I probably got a few of them because I'm kind of petty. A lot of y'all women and y'all, y'all like that. Y'all got small shit like that that be fucking with you. You don't be taking much. One time this dude was trying to like me. He came real correct. Like real, like the way women want dudes to come correct. And I had known him from back in the day. And I had a show at Taste Pizza Bar. Um... That was kind of popping. Taste was so the shit. All my friends was there. Like every week, my people came out, and he he popped up. I, first of all, I don't like when dudes pop up on you. I like plans. Like I want to see you. It didn't tell me you want to see me. What if I got another person here? But like, you're a performer. That's not popping know, up. I mean, that's support. Yeah, and that's I know, I know. And he came, and we heard his motorcycle outside, and he came in. And he had a purple leather uh, motorcycle outfit on, wow. purple helmets match. He looked like a purple Power Ranger. And he came and he stood at the door and he took the helmet off and he just stood there like he was waiting to be seated. But it looked like he was posing. And Alicia Bad Mama Jamma roasted him so bad. She kept calling him an action figure. Wow. And I was like, it's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. <laughs> I was like, I can't. And then after that, she'd be like, how your friend the action figure? And I'm like, I don't even fuck with him no more because you ruined it. He ruined it with the outfit and you ruined it by acknowledging. We could have just pretended. You didn't know that nigga owned the whole purple outfit? How long was you fucking with that nigga? I, was, I mean, we had only he only just started trying to come for me a little bit. That was, I mean, I hadn't even been on a date with him yet. She, she just said that he looked like a whole action figure. This oh, nigga. Alicia would not. I walked past her table. She laughing. Her and Dana laughing super hard. Talking about, Heather, who's your friend? And I was like, I hate y'all. 
I think one of the ones that happened to me, uh, I was a young lad as myself. I was a young lady myself. Uh, a young lassie. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, whoop a little young lassie. I was dating the guy that went to church. Well, you know somebody trying to hook you up with the church guy? Mm-hmm. And they like, y'all going to be together. It wasn't It wasn't him. It was somebody before him. It oh, wasn't, no. It wasn't him. It was somebody before him. Robert Johnson. Oh, no, 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 no. Who was Robert's last name? The comedian? No, no, no. It wasn't Robert John. Hell no. I'm going to say Damn. like, that's a whole nigga we know. Shatia, what was Robert's last name that we went to church with that had the little afro that lived over there on Claremont? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Just call a nigga Claremont because um, you know too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too much nigga information. No, because my homegirl from church is on here and she going to tell who it is. And I can't think it's not. What was Robert that? Robert Turner. What? Robert motherfucking Turner. That child of God. And they, wanted me, and they wanted me to talk to him because they was like, okay, because you know how like they try to evenly match you up. Like, okay. He a little wayward, you a little wayward. His lips like I know you smoke weed, I know he smoke weed. So they just sent to set us up on a Christian day. I was so mad. It was the Saturday. I never forget. It was Saturday. I done went to go pick this nigga up. That was number one. I'm mad because he ain't got no car. But here's the petty part. My petty part was this nigga came out with a dirty ass first down coat on. A dirty first down. You yeah. know when that first down, that bubble is dirty right here. Yeah. When you you could have washed that bitch. That's a washable coat. It was green and black, Josh. Damn, I, it was green, green and black. It was green and black. You come out smelling like chicken. The the the, the coat dirty. I, so then we done went to the to the Bel Air to go see Constantine. <laughs> she fucked up on to go see Constantine. Damn. You know, on my Saturday and then the date was over at like. 12, say like 12, 15. And like, you know, in, in them days when everybody, you know, before everybody had cell phone, all that kind of stuff, everybody wanted, everybody go, it's Saturday. So your girl's at the club, ain't nobody answering. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, they, they out. You out. Whatever little nigga you with, he done found his breezy because you done picked your choice for the night. You know what I'm saying? So I done ended my Christian day early. <laughs> she said my Christian day. I wanted to turn up. Like, hey, I know we met at, I mean, I, I know it was wrong, but I'm just saying, I had to end. And then, like, I wanted to be like, you know, you want to tell somebody, like, they ain't really who I am. I know that's who I am, but, like, right now, they ain't what I am. This ain't what this is on Saturday night. You should schedule this for Thursday. You should schedule this day for Thursday. This is not a Saturday night appropriate date to go take me to see so, so it wasn't like, was it was, I'm assuming it was cold, so it wasn't cold, and he didn't take that dirty-ass coat off and, like, put it around you and, like, let you wear it a little bit. Like, let me put this dirty green black. I'm going to tell you what I think he knew he was a little bit when we got to ready to walk in and then he just had the hoodie on. But then when you got the hoodie on, everybody know your nigga coat dirty or he ain't got a coat. Everybody tag my nigga Robert Turner in this and tell him, man, uh, if he got that coat still, we want it for the show. And I want to like put it up. And then he had that little padded down afro. Everybody was like... What made you go out with the nigga then if you... My mama knew because he was cool. Okay, look. He was a little rugged. You know, I was like, okay, he a little rugged. He in church, but he all trying to find himself. But he had... Just imagine... The guy that I do the joke about going yeah, to church. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's him trying to be a little, you know what I'm saying? He trying to go to church. He all like, yeah, I love the Lord. And he heard my cry. You feel me? So I'm like, all right. You know, like he had a little, yeah. you know. He's saved, but he can go there if he had to go there. He can go there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was just like, thought it was the right move. But I thought y'all like dirty niggas like that aggressive I mean, this nigga. Is my 20, y'all man. can't get no, y'all can't have an aggressive, clean nigga. If he going to be aggressive like that, he got to be a dirty nigga. I think, I think it's a way to hide that it dirt, is. though. It's a way to... The dirt can be discreet. You ain't want a roughneck nigga? All right. So, I guess mine... I didn't... Talking to Mike, Bree. When I went to pick him up, I didn't know he was a midget till I got there. Oh, come oh, on, Bree. Oh, man. I didn't know. Come on, Bree. Oh. How you know boy, wanted, how you know boy was a midget? That's crazy. Where you meet boy at? What was he doing? 
Was he a midget? Because he had a regular size head and hands. They don't. They, are those and midgets then, or dwarfs? And then the thing, maybe he's a dwarf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, I don't specialize in little people. I mean, people. I know who does. Yeah. Who knows all, these things? All I know is that when I searched his picture, he reached out to me. Instagram, Facebook. He was like, it was on Facebook. Dang, I can't say too much because he probably on there. He's on my page. And uh, he knew it was him. He knew it was him. How many of them on your page? How many exactly? See, but you don't know who's a midget until they they got a way of taking pictures. Until he climbing your car. So went right, and that's what happened. Like I got there and I saw that's catfishing. I was fighting for that. I searched. Okay, he reached out to me like, yo. I saw you at this thing. I was with somebody at the time. Mm. I'd really like to take you. He was very polite. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I confirmed the date. He like, oh, something happened to my car. Can you give me cool, 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 whatever, whatever, junk. I ain't really care about picking niggas up back then. So I go to pick him up. Everything fine. But when I pulled up, I saw a midget run out the house, right? So the midget ran out the house and got into the car that was parked in front of me. And when I saw the midget, I was like, oh, shit, it's a midget. I ain't never really seen no midget. When he get in the car, I'm going to ask him, how did he meet this midget? So when he got in the car, I forgot to ask him because I got preoccupied when he didn't plan a date. Like, he got in, like, where we about to go? And it was dark inside my car because the light was broke, so I couldn't tell he was a midget until we got to the restaurant. You lying. I couldn't tell. You didn't tell. know he was a midget until I got to the restaurant? He, so yeah. when he walked and got to the car, you didn't nighttime. know. I did not notice. Like, I didn't notice because I was dark. I wasn't really paying attention until we got to the restaurant. And I was like, this nigga is like. A midget. That's a... Or a dwarf. I mean, don't you got to... You kind of got to say that to somebody. You got to let a nigga know that. That's yeah. legit catfishing. Yeah, you got to mention like, that. That's like textbook catfishing. Clearly, we didn't go out another day. Because yeah. I don't... I so, so you ne- you was uncomfortable with what I mean? But that'd be my thing. Yeah, because we went to a restaurant we had never been to before, and it was all high-top tables. I'm not making Come this shit up. On. I'm sorry. Damn. This is a horrible this story. A, I'm sorry. So this is a horrible story. <laughs> that poor man. So, y'all was at pizza. Why the restaurant? You or him? By mistake, it was a restaurant that had just opened on downtown. He, he has to know. Yeah, he could have said. He, he could have said, "Listen, I can't." Stop laughing. I need he a booster chair. He I need has a, to have. He, he should have told me. I felt like yeah, he should have told me so, because then I would have been prepared. I probably would have. I, I, I don't know. I still wouldn't have went out. So he tried to make the best of it. He walk up to you like this. Just come on, man. Put me in the chair. No, no, because we both had to like lift up for the shit. Because I'm short too. I'm only five one. Damn. So when we got there and I saw it was all like high tops, you I was that, like, You did that thing Damn. with your hands where you clasp your hands together and just lift them up. Just hop up here, my nigga. And then we were sitting mm. in the seats and we both sitting like this. Mm. And I was like, this shit just bad. He just, this shit just looks cool bad. Than that though? Like, but he was that. like a strong one. So well, I, like, strong, I felt like he that. could defend me if necessary. But I just didn't, I wasn't, I can't. He was going to slam the shit out of niggas. I mean, they are strong. Now you ain't about to just slam nobody. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing against, I don't have nothing against midgets or little people or dwarfs. But it just wasn't your bag. Little people, I believe, is the little correct people. word. I don't, yeah. I don't want to get it wrong. Man, they, that's when what they When I is. blow up, I don't want y'all to <laughs> bullet shit. The but they get a check for that. It's cool. Like, they'll be all right. They get, they get a check, check for that? You get a check for being there. That's a disability. Like, because you live a different what? life. That's a disability to be a small person. I didn't know that. We, we Okay, we about to get Somebody it. Google it. I somebody, swear to God it somebody is. Somebody about to report this podcast. Is that right? Everything, dog. If you are a small person, it's a handicap. Because the world ain't made for you. You don't get a check for that? You can get a check. That's a disability, my G. You get a scholarship. You get all types of extra shit for being a little person. Oh, That's crazy. No. Okay, well, so I'm going to take that word. So where they, where they shop at? What they do when they got to go to the grocery store when yes, they can't receive? You know what disability, disability means you can't work. It doesn't mean yeah, you can't buy the If you can't live a normal life, like no, life not set up for a minute, no, they, they can't. It means you can't I I will Google. They get a check for that, cuz. No, the homie. it up. The homie, I was a uh, he got a whole. Ass Somebody said yes, they get a check. Kids. 
I mean, because they are functioning adults. I think you have to still qualify, have some kind of mental or physical illness. They don't live as long as everybody. My dog. So you telling me being shorter than the rest of the world, average human being, is not a disability? No, if you can find a job, then you're not disabled. You are. They can't tend to bar like that. No, but they can sit in that call center, put their headset on it. But Heather, my thing is this. I have worked with midgets. I know they can work. That, I think we we talking crazy because now we say yes. If crazy. you're under five feet, that is a disability. Ask somebody, where is Shorty on the thing? Ask sure, don't do Shorty like that. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Shorty, my friend got a, my friend got a handicap. Nigga, Shorty, they, you, Shorty, they got you a get a check. Shorty, do you get a check? Shorty's got hair. Shorty, like, no, I go to work every day. Shorty, not really no midget though. He just made what it. What is the guideline? What is the height break off? Shorty is what not is no midget, bro. <laughs> Shorty's not no midget. I'm mad that y'all think a nigga making this up. They get checks, bro. I think they have to have more to it. It's not just... Mm. Heather, so you telling me being short is not a disability? I, I'm saying I don't know, Joshua. What you, what you, so, what you saying is not like you got to be a mental... See, I'm, in L.A., it's a lot of a lot of little people. It is a it is a freaky amount of little people. It is. The comedy store be filled with little people. It is. And they seem to be functioning just fine to me. Because they're getting a check every fucking month for being little. They was born... But that SSI ain't even enough to support yourself off of... But, they, but that check... It's like $500 a month. $4.11 or smaller. I'm telling y'all, cuz... I don't, I don't I know. I, I mean, I ain't seen I that. I mean, that's crazy. I don't know what the height cutoff is. I did not mean for the conversation to go this way. I'm just saying, Bree, that was a terrible. Bro. I feel like, Bree, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I feel like you 100% brought all of that on yourself. Like, I, so, <laughs> I was young. What kind of pictures did he like take that made you not oh. see this? The reason why I didn't see it is because he would take pictures, like, up close to the camera, and the people in the background looked taller because you only see, like, his chest and his face. You got to ask a nigga to see his torso. I didn't think about all that, and all his pictures was like that. Like he, it would just be I like. I feel like had you done your ass. due diligence to I get to know young. him, I feel like in conversation it would come out. It's certain things he's not doing, like Josh said. Yeah. Hey, we like to go bike ride. Oh, I don't really ride no bike. Oh, we like to go see the fort. Oh, I don't really focus the fort. It's gonna be enough things. We're gonna be like something is off because he can't do nothing. Tall people can do. Ask for that dick pic. You like why your feet in it? <laughs> Ask for them hands. No, they got it. Oh man, but I'm just what's all these misconceptions y'all got about these little people? They hands is different. It's a different between midgets and dwarfs. So maybe he was a dwarf. Maybe he was a dwarf. Dwarfs have smaller bodies, but everything else be the same. Like their hands and hands. You should have. Okay, well then he was a dwarf. Y'all talked on the phone. Yes, a couple times. You should have been like, hey, just be quiet and just listen to the background. Like, boom, 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 boom. You be like, look, man, I can't fuck Why with you, bro. Why is that Willy Wonka music in the back? Now, that's a that. terrible thing to say. And look, he didn't this even do what fight you with your stage. Josh, this is it. Man, this shit all for fun. Them niggas he get checks. How you gonna be mad at me when you got a check for life? I mean, but that was the one thing I, I had to pass on for my date. What just oh, happened? That's that. Oh, I thought that you had a hat on. They watching the show we on right now. And that's what you heard. So um, I mean, it's just it's a, it's a, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, and it's certain things that I didn't stop fucking with before. A girl had sex with me while our son was in the bed, and I kept fucking with her. Dog. Oh my god. Shout out to her. She's still oh out here too. Oh god. Call CPS on everybody. Why would you do that? Take the baby from everybody. Take Josh's kids too. Why would you do that? My baby's wasn't even born then. <laughs> I think because that's awful. That's not Y'all awful. Y'all traumatizing the child. You ain't even has, you ain't you ain't even fucking nigga while his baby's no. in the bed. You wouldn't do it. No. no. Shamar Moore. 
No. Back when he hosted Soul Train. No. It's a baby, man. Oh. What you mean it was a baby? It's a baby in the bed, that's man. Gonna be, that's going to be burned to his memory. That baby don't remember that. That going to be a serial killer. Baby. Kids upstairs, different. That baby, that baby going to be a serial killer. Hey, you that know what? going to be Dexter. You know what? And but he gotta, didn't know. She got a point there. That's the thing. You think people. he don't know. He don't know. Yes, they do. Name. I got some people His last name was Adams, too, because his daddy name last name was Adams. First of all, if you think you're the only person she did that with, she got she she done had sex with 17 dudes. I didn't care. Him in the bed. By the time he was 10, he knew care. what the condom wrapper sounded like coming out. There wasn't no condom. Oh, oh God. man. That's even. Oh, man. Why everybody put their head down? Josh. We're going to pray for that little boy who got traumatized by Josh Adams. <laughs> We just gonna pray right and now. Hope, he's not a, a, he's a not sexual predator. I hope he's, he's not, not a predator. predator. I hope he's not schizophrenic. Um, I hope he's a midget and he getting his check off right now. Mm. I hope he's a little person. The, the midget's gonna be in the comments like, first of all, well, it's gonna be all lowercase letters. People. I stopped fucking with somebody because they spelled my name wrong. Wow, that's a good. So I couldn't find my phone. And you know how you be like, call my phone so I can find my phone. So when he called my phone, I'm like, oh, who the fuck is this? And instead of it being Mail, M E L, that shit was M A I L. Like the mail. Like mail. Bitch, you dumb. You couldn't even do male or female? Yeah, male like the male. That's funny as hell. I was like, yeah, I can. Yeah, like nigga, you dumb. That's another level. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. You can't. Yeah, you were retarded. It ain't like, no I excuse mean, for that. There's no. That's no excuse for that. Why would that's you like, just ask somebody how to spell their name before? Like, just be like, how you spell that? Like, <laughs> I'd rather you just put uh, a boo boo or something. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little nickname. Or a nigga but. call you the wrong name on mistake. That's a problem. Like I'm talking about to your face. What name is he saying though? Like, just whatever name might come. I mean, not yours. I mean, I mean. You trying to put something on it like it's an ex or is his kid, mom, somebody like that? I'm no. saying is it because usually like if I I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I'm bad with names though. But usually, yeah, I'm bad with names. And usually, like let's say we let's say I'm talking about Josh, and I might look at a dude and be like, Josh. I mean, because we were just talking about you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it's like that, it's not gonna bother me. But if it's like if he just keeps gonna be like Rashida. I mean Heather. Like who is Rashida? Like where yeah, is the wow. from? You yeah, know if you mean? hit me with the, my name ain't Susan and I got to keep yeah. correcting you or something, then. We got a problem. But everybody know. does that thing where they stumble. You know what I mean? Where they just get distracted for a minute. It's a big difference between Tanya. I mean, you know, you know I know who you are, girl. And Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. Uh, you, you, Heather, yeah, that's different. If a nigga lock like in that time. It depends on the, the name that the person calls me. Like what you mean? If, if it's my dude and he calls me any one of his ex's names by mistake, it's a problem. If it's just a random name that I ain't never heard, maybe a bitch he fucking on the side that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. You can't do nothing about that. Or it's a simple mistake. We was watching a show and the name popped up. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. How many do he I'm get okay if it that. is an ex that you One. know? How many? So if he might be like Michelle. I'm be like, oh, you want to break up? Because clearly Michelle's on your motherfucking mind. That's the one, though. But, he get, the one. but the next time. No, there is no next. You get the one. God damn. How do y'all feel about people keeping exes pictures? Y'all, somebody that I've got done their that, exes pictures. I've called dudes by other dudes' names. So I really can't get mad because I've I've done that. You've called a new dude your ex by mistake? Consistently? Yeah. Um, I've made the mistake. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I don't drink no more though. Um, yeah, I've done it. I, but again, I'm absent minded. That's the whole thing. I can get kind of dingy. You gotta give people credit for the for just be fucking up. Charge to the like head, not the heart. You want to hear some funny shit? Like charge, I get why you irritated though. And I have had dudes be like, what? And I'm like, I'm tripping. No, no. <laughs> dudes will always give a girl a, a one on the side trip. You know why? Yeah, know. niggas not tripping for real. Because dudes be still trying to smash. You know what I mean? So, they, uh, you know, they invested. What you going to say, Mel? What if your, uh, 
One of my homegirls, you know, recipes her boyfriend. She laughed. Her boyfriend passed or whatever. You, know, you said she laughed. Okay. And she, you know what I'm saying? She got somebody else. It's a wild ass show. And her daddy, you know, he a little older, so he there and he not there. And he be calling a new boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> old boyfriend name. Oh, you can't do shit about that. And he be like, uh, I mean, but what can you, what can you do? And he be like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gonna give me a pack of cigarettes. And he be like, she's like, that's not his name. He be like, well, well, what's his name then? Like, and then he correct every time. And I be like, I mean, you just, Well, you can't do nothing about that. But now, if he it was a nigga, he able body his mind good, and he just called me another nickname to be disrespectful, then me and that old nigga might have to tussle. <laughs> what do y'all think you all time to, uh, what do y'all feel about pictures? So you said what? Now, uh, keeping a picture? Funny thing is this. One of my ex. you feel like you look good in a picture. <laughs> have you ever kept a picture with an ex? No, I, had, like I, had just, I had a straight picture of, of just one of my exes in that my ex at the time was like, why do you got a picture of this bitch? And I'm like, it's just a picture that I got. She like, throw it away. The whole time, she had a whole nother nigga name tattooed on her. I'm like, where we going to get that tattoo that's covered saying, on my like, G? That, to me, that's, it, it, you diminishing my past. At the end of the day, when I met you, this, yeah, I met you today, but I had a whole life before you. And if this is my boyfriend, these are the pictures we took in my cousin wedding or whatever. He was a part of my life then. Now, granted, it don't need to be on the mantle in a frame. No. But if it's in my, if it's a part of my many, many pictures in my photo album that I keep in a drawer somewhere, no, I'm not, I'm not. And it got no. tears on it because at night I cry because I miss the nigga from time to time. That's just how you seem to feel. But I, I mean, in my family, we keep photos. My mama got family photos of people she went to elementary school with, 1955. You know what I mean? Oh, that's little Kira. She my friend. You know. So I come from a family of people that keep. Picture, so I don't care. That's good. That's you good. know, I've and never. And if it's your cousin, if I met your cousin before you, then I mean, I still. Wow. Uh, you being a little messy. I mean, yeah. I've never dated anyone who actually asked or cared because they probably don't see them. But if they actually like, I don't really show my pictures like that either. But I got a whole file that just say me and him, and it's just me and every nigga. I wow. know. Go ahead, Damn, do your thing. Bro. Like, and it's not just like dudes I've dated. It's like me and my guy friends. It'd be like me and black. Or yeah. Me, like any dude that I'm cool with, that I've been cool with, if we took a picture, mm-hmm. it would. it's all in one file. So that if I ever have to access it, I can be like, okay, I know what file it is. Yeah. In. So everybody like going me and him? Every picture she has yes, a dude. Yes, it just says me and him. That's a lot. So yeah. if I know I'm looking for a particular guy, I can be like, okay, let me find the picture. I know we took pictures. Right, right, right. Because, you know... Shit happens. If yeah. it's a party, let's say somebody having a party and they family like, oh, we're going to do a surprise party. I'm getting all their pictures. I'm doing a yeah. collage. Cool, I got a picture of me. And hey, Siri, him. Him, volume six. Uh-uh. Right. And then, like, I have one that says family. I have one that says all me. One that says just them. So it's yeah. just, like, all of my friends. Yeah. And they're all in it by themselves, and I'm not in any of the pictures. What about videos with the ex? Some wild shit. I, I put that in the same category. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting rid of my videos. This is this is the biography of my life. Have you fucking a nigga? You didn't say sex tape. You said video. This is That's t- the same. This is Josh somebody said, what about Somebody said, what about Somebody said, what about cabaret pics on the fireplace? Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. you gotta get rid of that. You gotta get rid of it. You gotta take it down. Unless yeah. it's unless all of them. Unless it's, no. unless you got all your cabaret pics. No, it's just a part of the story you're telling. One time I dated this dude. Speaking of, what was this question? Dude turn you off and you can't mess with him no more? Yes. He stayed not that far from here. Low key, he stayed like Oakman and like Dexter area. Y'all be giving um, niggas exact fucking he coordinates. He over here. And um, he was real <laughs> fine because everybody knows Heather J is a collector. And he was real, real fine. And I met him at like the mall. You know, back in the day, you meet a dude in Northland or some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, we was like talking on the phone and stuff. We was getting kind of cool. And he invited me over to his house. And he it was a big house. You know how them houses over here be older, so they just be big? Yeah. It was a big house. And then he lived with another dude. And the dude, 
like my guy i'm not gonna say his name but my guy was he was handsome the friend kind of he had a different look like the exact opposite look and he would come downstairs and he would just kind of mean mug me and i would just be like yo like what's up with your boy and like, he don't like company he don't whatever whatever we live here together i do what i want whatever and so we was like in our i probably was maybe 20 he probably was like 23 24 like we was young as hell and then um he showed one day he sat me down and said i want you want to look at my pictures and it was all cabaret pictures this negro had like a thousand cabaret pictures like basically every time he left the house he took a cabaret picture and they was just him posing in various suits and various outfits and then it would just be him and his roommate and then him by himself it wasn't no girls in none of these pictures uh -oh. like no girls in none of these pictures so as i'm kicking it with him we ain't do nothing because we ain't get that far but it was like his his roommate would mean mug me and then the negro had like an insane amount of pictures of himself like it was like three thousand pictures and then one time I called him, his voicemail picked up. Remember back in the day when you have a song as your voicemail? This Negro song was um, I'm the Only Woman You Need by Mary J. Blige. And I was like, this nigga's gay. I'm the only one you need. I think he's gay. So then after that, I would just look at him different. Like I would still hang out with him and stuff because he was cool. And I would just look at him. But the whole time I'd be like, are you gay? Because one minute he'd be like, damn, girl, you look fine. And the next day he'd be like, anyway, girl. And I was like, Wow. Are you gay? Are you not gay? Are you gay? Are you not gay? Yeah. I knew a dude like that. But, but I would never tell him to get rid of his cabaret pictures because he obviously was a collector of cabaret pictures. cabaret pictures tell but you that a lot was, about a person. It, that saying. was of him. Hold on. Alicia just said, I dated a dude. He got picked up for child support. I'm a lawyer, of course. I like the nigga. I'm trying to get him out. The court, uh, of course, me going to court to get him bonded. I meet his real girl. That shit broke my heart. I still had to be professional and deal with her because she was posting his bond. Damn. He would have had to get a new lawyer. I'd have been like, I'm his, are you his girlfriend? Oh, I was his old lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Alicia, let me <laughs> tell let me you something. Let me get your referral. I let object. me tell you something, Alicia. Let me tell you, I had to keep a very professional face being a probation officer and then my nigga on probation there and I got an attitude, you know what I'm saying? But I still got to do my job. Like, bitch, I'm mad at you. You lucky I don't tell nobody and you get dropped and shit. So I understand when the lines can get blurred when you working. Because there's a lot of men. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And everybody not bad because they don't probably. Shit yeah. happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and it's real. an overflow yeah, yeah. of men that's coming in that bitch. I ain't going to lie. The world was closing in on me. So I had to leave the county because <laughs> shit, shit was getting real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me with the focus of uh, mm. confusion. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, All them niggas had pictures of mail and they said, I'm a legend in a certain I'm kinda, section. I'm kind of like, thinking you, it's probably a good idea to not get involved professionally off top. Like, Alicia got a big heart. She's a, if you know Alicia personally, she's got a big heart. Mm -hmm. She would have did the same thing for me. If me and her was together, she would have been trying to get me out of jail the same yeah, yeah. night. But I it comes with her to get out. She's going to take care of me. That's what I'm saying. Alicia, low key, Alicia is who you call if you need something because she's going to have Man. your back. She's going to show up for you. Facts. She went to court with me. I yeah, know that's she true. She came to court for me one time <laughs> like, on some tickets. Like, hey. so, so, she, so I could definitely see her being on a date with a dude, vibing with him, and wanting to help him. But low key, she shouldn't have. My she shouldn't have. Like, however, you got yourself into this mess, you a grown man, get yourself out of it. Because that, that all predated her. But you passed the bar. You love me, right? 
No, dog. Fuck with me. Whatever's going on with you and your baby mama. First of all, if your baby mama posts a bond for you and got the child support order against you, that's messy right there. No, I just got good women in my life. God working. She wasn't good enough because she put you on child support. God working. I didn't excuse a nigga and probation at all. I still need to see your ID. You still need these ten dollars to drop. If you ain't got it, you still gonna get this warrant. I don't give a fuck. I mean, even sometimes I still do my job. So high school, I still do my job. So high school, act after he dropped dirty, he violate with you. You going to jail, nigga? And then when I get out, supposed to be still trying to fuck with you. You ain't got to. But I still need this check. I don't give a fuck what you do. And then you gotta hold people accountable Period. for their actions. And I think a lot of times black women, we don't hold men accountable because we always trying to save them. And it's like, nah, this whatever this pickle is you got yourself, you don't realize yeah. how you realize how bad a situation you gotta get for you to get arrested for child support? That ain't you miss one payment. That's you ten grand. You do know women use that shit as a weapon sometimes too though. But you let it get to ten thousand. Sometimes that's let me call and see how much my child support is. That's like when um that's like when you when you riding with a friend and they riding dirty and you in a car with them and the police come and they shout out to Shiny D and then they wanna be like they wanna be like, Oh my god, the police put your seatbelt on like dog. You knew you was riding dirty when you came and picked me up. Now I gotta be perfect so that we won't go to jail tonight. But it's like you you could have let me know off top. Like, hey, I'ma come get you, but I'm dirty. Give me the choice to say I'm getting the car or I'm not getting in the car. Don't have me on the ground. Don't get have my me on shit the ran. You know what I'm Why everybody on the ground? Cause one motherfucker dirty. <laughs> because that's how they treat black people when they everybody gotta get out the car. We all against the car five heartbeats. I do agree with I Heather because I went in eyes wide open. I knew what everybody's charges was off back. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, drug enterprise. Oh, he cool. You know what I'm saying? He the top dog. He he be out in a minute. But she's okay. right though, cause you not just because you did something you got a warrant, it don't mean I won't like you or value you as a person. It just means I won't move a certain way with you. I'm not gonna get in the car with you if I know it's a chance you could go to jail tonight. Y'all gotta be. But can we? I'm gonna meet we, you can at we, the can we date and Can we date in Detroit? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I'll meet oh, you yes, at the restaurant. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm not riding with you because it's a chance I might end up having to bill you out tonight. And it's I a just chance I'm gonna lose my job because they be like, "Bitch, you work for the sheriff's department. What you doing with this nigga?" Right. It's a chance. Mill has some wild ass jobs. That's yeah, the crazy yeah. part. Mill low key has some great jobs. Just hearing the shit though, like the scenarios you mean, I didn't, I knew nothing but about you being a, a probation officer. Here's a whole officer. other podcast for you. To ask her how she lost them. It's a, it's a great story for every single. How you lose? How you lose being a probation officer? Two weeks notice and left on her own. It's always been. So long. Oh no, I did have a party for the count. Well, the, I left the county to go sell uh, life insurance and start my own business mm -hmm. and then the economy had tanked and then shit went left you know what i'm saying okay and then nigga needs a job and then i started slanging them plots you feel me mm -hmm. and then i had left from slanging the plots because i was like oh well i'm about to go back to what i went to school for so then i went to go work for a foreclosure law firm okay as a paralegal and then i left there because i got laid off and then I went back to selling them plots. You know what I'm saying? She was selling, like, she working for a funeral home for people who think that might be drugs. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I worked for I a mean, cemetery. Melanie, Melanie has had a, a string of very good jobs. But in between there, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked, I've, I always tell people, I, yeah, I was a probation officer. I've been in a technicolor. You know what I'm saying? She I'm, no, no, no. The only job I lost in, no, job, Josh, no, it was one job where I was for three months. I was a, for three months. I was a, I was I had lost myself. I had a little apartment in Southfield. <laughs> I was dating a little little street nigga, and I was working at ACS. So for about three months, for three months, for three months, the nigga was just I was out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout I was that bitch like, Rest in peace, Cadillac. That was my nigga back there. You know what I'm saying? I worked on the second shift, and ACS was so bold. I was in that bitch. Man, using verification. 
Man, I was in that bitch messing up the uh the foundations and shit, and you be in there like percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, ten percent is gonna go to the charity, but ninety percent is gonna go to administrative fees. Take my name off the list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or I feel so bad when old people just get a whole credit card, and then their kids get on the phone like, "What are you doing, to my mom? You're the third person that called here today." Yeah. And you be like, "Man," because we was taking advantage of old people. They would give Man. us money. Oh, you work there too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. Oh, yo, did y'all all work at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think me and Josh. Yeah, sure. oh, okay. yeah I was For there like second. 2011. I know that's when I was I there. was in that bitch. I have to remember because Josh, yeah. low key, Josh, if Josh wasn't a comedian, Josh would be winning. He another one. He get good jobs. Better? He get good jobs. <laughs> he worked at DTE. Oh, yeah, I was at DTE. Even when he was when we first met Josh, he was a young fly dude out here. He had a cute little jeep. Shout out to me and the wagon. He had a little car wash job. He would always pull out a knot though, like Definitely he was getting over tipped. Josh likable. Yeah, the car wash, car wash. Yeah. We get money and they, pay, they we you would get tips and they would pay you weekly and you would get like a little whatever. And niggas had and we had no responsibilities. It wasn't That's no what kids. We ain't got no there. rent, no kids. You Nigga, kids. It was every job like, a good job when you ain't got. All no we bills. do is eat Happy's Pizza every day and go to Baker Square and get apple pies and just eat. Ah oh, man, I used to skip school to go to Baker Square. That's how you know. Yeah, I'm we tomorrow. had I had a Jeep when I went to play. Yeah, that's when I was staying over there at my auntie crib. We went to the play, right. and you brought me back and dropped me off, and then I went and got in the streets. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna do a little thing because I was like, hey, mom, I, it ain't a place or hey, something <laughs> that I did not do. Josh, if you ask me, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I know yeah. you did. I did that. But that just reminded me of something that happened at ACS that was the scariest shit ever, right? So I think this is the first time Joy ever caught me fucking around. So she. I think she she was like, let me get your phone. Because she worked there too. So she's like, let me get your phone. So I gave her my phone. And uh, she walked off with it. And I was like, damn. Something happened. She saw something. She came back, wrote my phone like, okay, you fucking with that bitch. Some shit she said. And I remember sitting there. And I called Claude like, Claude, meet me at the apartment. Nigga, I ain't punch out or nothing. <laughs> Claude met me. He pulled up at the crib. He pulled up at the job. Took me over there, nigga. And I just threw my shit in the garbage bag and left. <laughs> And I don't know where I already went knew. for like three days, nigga. I just was somewhere else, bro. I should have known that I shouldn't have took the job because when I gave the man my resume and he looked at me, he was like, you want to do this? And when a motherfucker look at you and say, you sure you want to do this? And you know how it is when you come off that elevator, it's quiet. As soon as you open that shit, that door, it sounds like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gradation, percentage. Hey, I'm calling for the fire, for the fire for the Cancer Society, fire department, ambulance, kids, $20, percentage. On the floor, I was like, y'all might know my cousin though because they was like the all-stars there. Ooh, my brother used to work there, God rest his soul. He was a big uh, Jarrell Key, Joe Key, Big Joe. That ain't sound familiar. Big Joe used to sing. It was so many niggas. And his wife, Dee Dee. Shout out. They met there. They had an ACS love affair. They met there and shit. It was so many niggas there, bro. It was it was crazy. It was like it was like strippers would work there for the day shift. This one day shift strip clubs wasn't like it wasn't popping to be there. Man, that's exactly so they had needed a day job. Man, I was in love with my manager. He was Let me tell y'all how I quit though. I got a call from from the law firm. Like, oh, you got the you know, you got the job. Man, I done walked out that bitch like officer and a gentleman. I done unhooked oh, the phone. Sure. I done unhooked. Look, Josh, I done unplugged the phone, closed up that little fucking manual, wrapped that bitch up. They like, uh, back on the phones, back on the phones. Oh, wow. I was like, oh no, I quit. They was like, take you, this job and shit. I was like, uh, they was like, you need to write a resignation. I said, I hereby resign today, and I done quit and walked out. Everybody was just looking like, <laughs> I feel like somebody was like, take me with you. I felt like it was like a boys in the hood. I won't go to. I was like, <laughs> "Bad man, Jemma be trying to start some shit. She gonna say Joy versus Mignon at fifteen, fifteen Broadway." Oh yeah. Yeah, that was scary. That was very scary. 
Getting caught up ain't shit. That's why I don't play them games no more. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here living right. Can't touch mm-hmm. it, but she right there. I mean, it was one of those situations where in the, and now, it's not scary. It's, you know, kind of funny. But at the time, it was like, whoa. Yeah, because she was pregnant with JoJo at the time, and it was just, it should have hit the fan. But, you know, that shit on my album. You know what, you that was, about that. you got to fall down the category is, don't let the looks fool you. Hey. That was, that was some two, two beautiful women. Don't think they weak because they light skinned and pretty. Oh, never that. Women are women are women are on tip. Women on tip. Like I, I've learned that. I don't, I don't underestimate nobody. Hard is something different. I don't, that's why I'm triple on size. Like I will fight a little person the same way I will fight Shaq because it's like nigga. I don't. Hey, as a man, you got to do it to them for they do it to you. That's how I play that. What happened to me, bro? Well, let's keep talking. I was gonna say it's been a plethora. I was gonna say don't get me down my rabbit hole of plethora of uh, foolishness. Uh, is it okay that they play cousins? Uh, it's okay. What you mean? Y'all not blood related? Okay then. So it's more like R. Kelly, the same girl. So no, no, no. So you talking about like your friend, your mama's best friend, your mama's friends, kids? Hell yeah. They be secretly wanting y'all to get together. They would love it if you married your play cousin. Only people calling y'all play cousins was when y'all was little. Ain't nobody saying that when y'all was twenty five. Oh no, no! If you had dated two different guys and they was play cousins. Oh, Melanie, your life is so. I dated real cousins once. I didn't know after until you ain't know. Ain't nothing wrong if it's especially if it's if it's a different side, same side or different side. I want to launch my new podcast right now. So what happened was I was dating one all through like my high school and starting of my twenties. When we broke up, he. Got married, did his thing. I got married, got divorced. And then I was out and I met another guy. And we started dating. And as we were dating and talking, I was like, damn, you got the same last name as my ex. And then when I told him who my ex was, he was like, yo, that's my fucking cousin. Wow. And I was like, damn. Wow. Oh, well. Ozzy Wellsy, somebody should have stayed with me. I feel like for me. I'm not about to apologize because y'all don't, you know, back in the day, everybody knew family. That's, that's true. What, is it oh, my fault? They knew each other. I'm saying you knew. You knew because family stayed together. They was more clannish. You would have met the cousin and stuff. It, uh, is that your fault? Is that your fault? That's not your fault. That you fine oh, and they I both? Didn't, I didn't think it was my fault. But oh, no. I understood why he didn't date me afterwards. Listen. Fine. So sorry. Grow up. We still friends. I'm still friends with both of them. You still friends with both? So wait a minute. You was fucking with cousins and then? I had the same time back to back though. No, it was some years in between. Oh, some years in between? Y'all I tripping. feel like it ain't no big deal. Especially oh, so if, it ain't no statute of limitations on that kind of shit? Uh, I, I guess it depends on how your I mean, family I mean, get down. I mean, I mean, hey, never mind. Because, I mean, if it cousins, I cousins, like, we both hit somebody I dated years later. I would not give one. I mean, what if you was in love with this nigga, though? I was. I was. I mean, uh, I mean, love, love. Like, you really love no, him. No, not like girlfriend, no, I love like, him. Okay, like, for real, like. I don't love nobody that's not with me no more. So no, I'm I don't saying have like, ability, how long so did it take you to get to that level, Heather? Because I understand you you you're more mature now. But I'm like, at one point you wasn't like that. You couldn't. Nah, I always been kind of gangster with breaking up. Always been. If we if if we break up, it's because something is happening that's making me feel like you don't love me or I don't love you. So I'm not saying I want you to kick it with my my man the next day. But if it's years in between and y'all meet each other perfectly innocently and y'all click in a way we didn't click. No, I might not want to hang around y'all that much, but I'm not going to be like, man. So you ain't coming to the wedding? You ain't going to be in the wedding? 
I mean, you know, weddings, you know, mamas and grandmamas make cousins go to weddings and stuff. So it might, and that might be beyond you because your grandma might be like, you going to this wedding and you got to do what you got to do. Niggas I'm not saying it wouldn't be uncomfortable, but I'm saying I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be telling my cousin to break up with him or nothing like that. Like, you happy? That's real. I you couldn't fuck saying? with my cousin's ex or my nigga's ex like that. It's just something I couldn't do. It's just something about that. It's just. But you know what? What if it, what if you didn't know? So what if it was like an accidental thing? It's too late. Depending on how you meet him. Yeah, and it's too late. You're already yeah. in it. And you already in I it. I had to make that. It's too many other women out here in the world for me yeah, to be. But if Good and everything is going good between y'all. It ain't gonna it, stay it right. It wasn't working with them. Cause that energy gonna be weird, especially if I got a To me, that's big cousin. city problems. Cause in small towns, that stuff happens all the time. All the time, they down there fucking. Cause they thought me and this one girl was cousin. They was like, cause, cause I moved, cause me and my pops, we moved down there, we moved to a certain crib, and then the girl that I was fucking with, I guess they have family that lived there before. They was like, Josh might be your cousin. She was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, I do, bitch. We ain't fucking no more after this. After this, yeah. after this last time, we're gonna do it three more times, and then yeah, we're not doing it no it's more. Like, you don't, you don't want to hit your cousin, like no matter how fine she is. Like I had some cousins that was straight, but it was like, nigga, that's oh, your no, cousin. Oh no, no, that's not the same. I thought we were talking about when you date two people and they turn out to be related. But you were saying, you were saying, you were saying small city shit. <laughs> if a small, if a city small enough, you fuck with your cousin. No, no, that's that. No, that's down south. Yeah, I'm we, talking about we, in the community that's kind of tight knit, where you might meet John and then three years later meet his first cousin Leroy. But if you met them legit. You clicked with Leroy. You didn't click with John. It, it ain't that many dudes in town. So what you gonna do? Not not love Leroy because cousin. Honestly, with an old no matter boyfriend. where you no matter where you stay at, no matter where you stay at, it's a small anyway. Because like you gotta think about Detroit. We all run in the same circle. And Detroit is a big city compared to other places. Like, but you'll fuck around and be like, oh, damn, you fucked with who? And My you fuck, used to do with so such small. I'm, I literally met all the brothers in one family at different times, different locations, at different times in my I met every brother. That shit possible. And the daddy. I said, you know what? I would not I tell. I don't talk about exes with new dudes, though, also. So he he would never know if I dated no. his cousin. You know, no, no. What if he asked information? The picture. What's he going to yeah. ask? He might I'm just be like, my cousin. He might be like, well, you right. Nigga ain't go that deep. But he just might be like, shit. I mean, who knows how that come up? That you shit know what? is like. Y'all kinda... don't know how to lie. But you know what? Come no, on, honestly. I'm not about to tell you who I was with before you. No. no. Yeah. Everybody was... is my ex. Or my old friend, or my, or we used to be friends, or we used to be close. Niggas ain't I'm not allowed to say like, friends in here. Josh and Kari have a thing. Women can't say friends. If no. y'all have a sexual relationship, you, you gotta say nigga. the nigga I was fucking. If you was fucking that nigga, oh, keep no. it about. I, no, maybe maybe in the, the democracy of Josh, but in Heatherville, <laughs> uh, if I don't hate you after we after we finish kicking it, then I'll be like, that's my boy. So you, <laughs> that's my boy. Niggas ain't playing them games. You got to let a nigga know something. I need to know what's going on when I'm around this nigga. Here's what I know. They don't go nowhere. They don't go nowhere. So no matter what I do, he ain't really going nowhere. He got to get mad for a minute. He'll be back. They always come back. So it don't matter. That is very true. So it's like, I'm, I'm a, yes, I was messing. This is my friend, John. You ever hit John? Well, you know, a couple times. Back in the day, but we was real young, like we was like 18. You respect that energy? Ago. You respect that energy, though, coming back at you for nigga move like that? I mean, because that's not how niggas move, though. But here's the thing. If dudes was honest like that, the world would be a better place. The problem is you're going to lie. You're going to lie. You're going to be like, I don't even know her. Like That's my that's my, that's my, my mama, friend, cousin, auntie. I grew up with her. You're going to lie. And then she's going to get mad and be like, you know what you used to suck. And now it's a mess. But just being like, oh, that's my friend from back in the day. Obviously, if we wanted to be together, we would be together. I knew him since 1965. So, obviously, I met you yesterday. I've known him since... So if you knew, if, you knew this, if this nigga that you fuck with, you knew it was potential there, and you was like, if I tell this nigga the truth, you might not fuck with me, you would lie to that nigga? Probably. See? We all the same, people, men and yeah. women. We ain't shit. 
If we want to keep you, we gonna do what we got to do to keep. Sometimes you, you gotta. Sometimes all you gotta finesse stuff, and sometimes you don't have to lie. You just avoid the question, avoid the comment. Oh, why man. are we saying? If me and you spend time together, why are we talking about we ain't stuff? That. We ain't why are we talking about who I kicked it with before you? Because niggas want to know. Because the scariest thing is to be like, who you kicking? I'm kicking with this chick named Heather. Nigga, be like Heather, who? And then the next, you know, what school she go to? What year she graduated? Yeah, it come. Like, she done fucked several niggas that you know. And now that do something to a nigga soul. The last thing you don't want to be is with the girl who fucked several niggas. I mean, you can't control niggas. everything. Y'all can't control the world. You can't control... And I was going to say, I don't know what why y'all get so bent on the shit. Like, if you we just look like that. But if you just look like... It's just gonna be six degrees of separation. What do you want? What's up for Carlo? Like, what do you? What, that's, we cut that's like that, dog. Is. That's how we cut. When nigga don't get her some more of this, cause she in her bag. Listen, uh, we cut like that. Niggas don't want to be out here knowing okay, that you, know you fuck several niggas. I'm tired niggas. of. I'm tired of hearing about how men are. Men need to do better. Everybody needs to do better. Okay, how just do men better. Do better. What's better? Then don't don't worry about the past. It's hard for niggas to do that. You, I mean, you you got uh. Three baby mamas, they fighting every week. You ain't you ain't telling me that your baby mama pulled up on your other baby mama and they fought at, at Fairlane. That ain't got nothing to do with you. It, it do, because I'm about to be fighting. I'm about to be fighting. No, you're not, because you shopping at Somerset. Okay. I'm always at Fairlane. <laughs> okay. Mm. So it's like you're not telling me stuff, but you worrying about who I kicked it with five years before I knew you just because you went to high school with him. I ain't being bothered with either one of y'all. Because I got to see this what? nigga. Ain't neither one of them going nowhere. Yeah, I'll be back. The other one just gonna hit you up like you still messing with that little punk ass nigga. Oh, you still with your boy? That's all it's gonna be. Y'all gonna call him your boy. Oh my you still god, boy? I had a dude answer the phone. Why you calling me though? I was, I was because it was my birthday. Y'all I was ain't drunk. going nowhere. That's he why. He answered the phone, answered and the, the nigga phone. that he answered for. He told the nigga like, yeah, she with me right now, da, 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 thinking that the nigga wasn't gonna care. So the next, I didn't know he answered my phone. I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. Next day, he leave and the nigga call me back. I'm like, hello? He like, man, is that little young nigga gone yet? I'm like, what? Because low key men treat you and better when they think over. somebody else likes you. Low key. Niggas don't care. Low key, they like you more when somebody else like you. We when you all no. available and I've been a virgin, I ain't never did with nobody but you. He about to dog you. When you be like, okay, when you leave, I could be with five other dudes. That's maybe like, oh, 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 because they're competitive and it becomes about them. And it's not about us. And once you accept that it's not about us, Josh is, what Josh is describing is that break me down if I find out you fuck my boy. Not because he loved me, but because he don't want that nigga to have something on him. It ain't got shit to do with me. That's everybody. Women is like that. Okay, that's emotional immaturity. That's women is like that. And if women are doing that, that's emotional immaturity. Women are definitely I like that. I can't worry about emotionally immature people. You gonna do? You gonna feel what you gonna feel? I'm gonna feel what I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna just. Everybody cut like that, though. I met you at a bar. You asked me out. You ain't asked me to give you my hit list before. You was just like, yo, baby, let me take you up. You ain't. You wasn't, you wasn't trying to get to know me. You was trying to smash. Well, that was before I found out you fucked Grand Hill. Now well, I can't watch no more. Listen. I can't watch ESPN Classic. I had that nigga jersey. He a nice guy. And when he come in town and I get the yeah, tickets, you want to go. You want to go? You want to meet him? He a nice man. Jersey. How about we network? Grass cut people. I never had sex with Grand Hill. But he was just using that as an example. Yeah, I just threw that out there. But now if somebody just cut off here, they was like, hey, nigga, you know Heather was fucking Grand Hill? Heather was fucking Grand Hill. I want to do to me and no. <laughs> Why would Tamia know that? It's a stranger in her house. Come back. It's a stranger in her house. I was the stranger in her house. You know Anita Baker hooked him up? Really? I see that. She always caught up in a rapture. Anita Baker is in, Anita Baker <laughs> hey, is in the Anita middle Baker of that. Baker done blocked like five Detroit people and nobody knows why. They legit blocked. Who blocked her? Yeah. Anita That's Baker right. has blocked David Davis, Sax Appeal, and Chris Crosby, I know for a fact. Blocking with them. Social like, media. Social media. They blocked. Like, block. They go to her page and, and we don't like, know why. Anita Baker has blocked you. <laughs> That's lit. Damn, Anita. And they like they don't know why. That's lit. 
Because it was a whole thing on David's chain the other day. And I was like, but why, though? Like, what happened? Did you ever tweet her? Did you say? It was like, no, we've never said a word to her. We just blocked. That's fucking crazy. That's so, kind of lit. I'm like, let me go see if Anita Baker blocked me. That's what I said, but I, she ain't blocked me. I was like, oh, she fuck with me. <laughs> Nita, what y'all do to Nita? What y'all do to Nita? What y'all do to auntie? Did she have a pancake house somewhere around here? Maybe they she went there and fucked up. She would, She used to own... um. I hop on Jefferson. Yeah. Really? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they well, went in there. Well, shame on her. Well, shame that's on her. That's all the Motown Legends and stuff is on shame there. Shame like on her. I, that is a, a trash-ass I have. I agree. Emotionally shame immature. Shame on her. It was nice when she owned it. Then she sold it, and then it went down. Well, oh, that was, like, nigga, um, I ain't never, I've, never minute, been, I've never been patted down to go get pancakes before. <laughs> <till I went. laughs> and then the wait, the wait time. Wait, do you remember when the girls uh, tried to do a dining dash there and then crashed into the IHOP by mistake trying that. to get that's away? That's that. Like, yes. dummy. What's up, Clark? What's up, Josiah? Hey, y'all, this is Detroit, man. Where, where, where your IHOP, you get patted down. We're armed security letting you in, nigga, to I get did, some pancakes. I went pancakes. to that IHOP one time, uh, Comedian Monique King, shout out to Monique King, had invited me to um, have breakfast with her because she lives at Jefferson and like across from Belle Isle. And that was like her little spot. She's like, come in. And I got there before her and I walked in and everybody was just unattractive. All the diners. And that stuff like that bothers me. I know, I know. The whole restaurant though wasn't no beautiful people eating here. And I was like, the only ugly people. Come here and eat. Ugly people get so hungry at four in the morning. I like to see beautiful people when I'm paying my money. I need to see a nice hodgepodge. At least one. At least uh, one. A nice hodgepodge of the cross section of Detroit. I don't want to sit in a room full of unattractive people and everybody was going on their food like, mm, mm, mm. And I was like, this is disgusting. All you seen was butts and guts. I don't want butts and guts. Butts, butts and guts and butts and guts. And everybody, you know how when you see people eating and they overeating and they lean back and they breathe real hard and they come back in like they had to take a break and then they come back in. Why can't ugly people eat? That's the fucked up part about it. Ugly people. She said, I can't eat with ugly people in the vicinity. I can't, now, I'm not saying I can't no ugly people in the room, but I don't want to be in a room full of unattractive people. To me, that is telling. Beautiful people move different. I, I'm trying to tell you, we are ugly different. to somebody. Exactly. But some people are ugly to everybody. She said, and she just happened to be <laughs> at the one eye where all the ugly people was at. Everybody's like, hey, listen, listen, listen. You ugly, come over here. Sometimes you know what I'm saying? We got a little reunion. It was a convention at the Athenium. They was like, let's all go to IHOP. Like, no, did you ever get a five no. on that little scorecard back in school? <laughs> they all got off the Jefferson bus and said, let's go. Everybody got that scorecard and five. Like, oh, you get a five. Would you date me? Yes or no? So there was all the people. No. It was all the no people. And I just walked in. And I was like, so nobody attractive wanted to come here and have breakfast this morning? <laughs> like, no person. And I was like, so what made me want to come here? I must be ugly, too. And I was like, that boy Josiah jumping around. What up, man? You just got invited. I don't want to eat here now. You just got invited. That's all. Bro. Y'all in here crazy. And the funny part is, Heather just said it was a ugly people. It was a bunch of ugly people at IHOP and made it not want to be there no more. And that's the last thing you want to see when you eat pancakes. Somebody that's unattractive. That's not what I'm saying. I like a nice cross. To me, Detroit, Detroit, and I'm I'm very well traveled. Detroit has some of those beautiful people, beautiful black people. So when I walk into a space, I, this room is filled with very different types of beauty. Just this room right now, it's only six of us, five of us in here. I, that's what I like. I want to see a cross section. I don't want to just see everybody busted. Because then I'm like, well, why why don't attractive people want to eat here? Well, it's IHOP for one. Like, they somewhere else. IHOP is the bomb. IHOP ain't where you I go mean, to eat Like That's where you go when your paper ain't all the way straight. Um, telegraphing, I mean, 96 in middle building. And that is a straight. That's a good one. That's a decent one. And then what's the one we used to go to after the shows? Um, Four Row Telegraph? Full Row Telegraph. It's oh, I my gosh. I waited yeah. for food there so long. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because it used to be like that. a Ram's horn. 
I used to go there so much. They knew me by name because I used to go early in the morning mm-hmm. before work mm-hmm. for pancakes and tea. It was a really, I had a really nice waitress. She was so nice. Like she, it was a regular. Really well. I, I like being a regular. I'll stop, I'll stop eating at restaurants. I'll stop eating at restaurants if it's heartbreak attached to it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's certain places I won't fucking eat at just because, like, nah. Yeah. Can't go back here. Can't go back to Hibachi. So you say I can't. I can't have Cheesecake Factory because my boyfriend it hurt no. me. And yeah, nope. it's certain places but I won't even take factory. the person I'm dating. It's certain places I won't even take the person I'm dating because if we break up, I don't want to lose the restaurant. Fuck that. That makes sense. You want to keep that for yourself. Yeah. Last time I was here, Man. I was with that punk ass nigga. But yeah. you know my usual. I just I fell in love with Outback. As a matter of fact, he was a punk ass nigga, but he did order some good food. Get but he ate for real. One time I ate off his plate when we was into that, and it was so good. But I mean, I guess I just. But y'all so gangster. See, I guess I'm just in here with a bunch of gangster women. They don't have, they don't have no feelings and no heart. No, and I have feelings in the heart. No, nah, they don't. Cause they, yes, I do. No, nah, they don't. Cause Mel, Mel, you just, you just said if a nigga, you would tell a nigga if he was dirty and let him go back to jail. Yeah, that was kind of. That was and Heather <laughs> said, nigga, I, I, okay, but no, 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 no. Let me preface that with saying, here, hold on, please give us context. Here's the whole thing like, with saying know. like, no. But here's the whole thing. I'm here with the most gangster just women like y'all in the y'all make a distinction between. Just the streets Don't nothing become Between my money I gotta do this Money over bitches Money over what this, What's this do? I mean it's, money This over is my convicts. job You met me here You knew what my job was And you knew at some point I was and you gonna have to Check your pee Period so At, at the end of the day So I'm giving you The best heads up I can you got to drop tomorrow. I'm telling you, the mess I can. Whatever you got to do with that information. Why you, why you going to do this to me? They gonna, I, I ain't got the $10. Give me the 10 so I can get No, nah, man, you know you have to drop. But you got your you check. You have to pay nah. your debt to society. Yeah, sir. man. No. Nah. Then you need to get off this business. I'm straight. <laughs> you have to pay a debt I'm to society. I'm straight on that, It's not $10 man. for me. That's $10 for and me. And here's the whole thing. I'm not. No, nah, man. No. And I will turn you away. You can't do it. I'm y'all too gangster for me, man. Now I'm understanding why the men and women relationships just don't work because y'all want to be like us too much. Mm-mm. I don't think I, I don't think they ain't got nothing to do with being like that. That's self preservation. No, no, y'all too so gangster. I'm supposed to lose my job because you ain't got ten dollars. No, it's deeper than that. I ain't talking about that. Yeah, That's what I'm I, I wouldn't lose my job for nobody. Like, like yeah, 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 for nobody. He wasn't saying lose your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him the ten dollars. No, yeah, you ain't got to lose your job. Get that nigga ten dollars. Y'all sound like y'all sound. So okay, let me just say this. This is my. This is where I'm in the pocket. I'm so tired of the, the get him out the dirt nigga. Like, I am so tired of that shit. What's the get him out the dirt nigga? Because Bree looks confused. Why I got to confused. give you $10? You knew good and motherfucking well you was on but what probation. what if that $10 is going to put me back on my feet? What if this is $10 I got to come? I, I still got to get to work every day. So this is $10 that $10 I need to gas. You work? I don't. I work every day. Here's the thing that y'all don't understand. As a single woman, it costs a lot of money to live. I got to pay everything by my fucking self. If I don't work, I don't eat. I don't get no assistance. I don't get shit, which means I gotta pay this rent, this gas, and everything. I got everything. Ain't making a break again. Yes, it is. Yes, the fuck it is. What the fuck? Oh, yes, the fuck it is. Breaking yes, the fuck it is. Because if I only got 10 before that next payday and I got to hit that 10 before I uh, swipe my car for a dollar, before I ain't even talking about my rent, I'm talking about my gas and my bills. I got my gas. I got my gas. She's talking about getting her bag. You ain't coming between. No, you ain't getting That's my problem, man. Y'all Here's the thing. I don't have a problem. But here's the thing, Josh. Take me back to the 70s. Here's what the thing. In the they they love niggas back then. They held niggas down. Y'all, like, y'all, y'all so independent to the point where fuck, I didn't help on. you make that drug money, nigga. So the, I'm supposed to pay y'all for so it. Y'all so independent now. Y'all need a nigga for shit. Why you ain't put something up? I didn't help you. I wasn't. Y'all so independent. Y'all don't need a nigga for shit. And then y'all got yours, but then y'all want to spend ours. And then the funny thing about this is y'all like, I had to pick the nigga up. We gotta pick y'all up all the time. How come it's okay for us to pick y'all up? You can't pick a nigga. Y'all. 
See what they—that's what men do. They go, y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah. He, he only talking to Brie, Heather, and Mel. He yo. ain't talking to womankind. I'm talking to all y'all. No, ain't no all y'all. I'm talking to y'all. No, I'm talking to y'all. Yeah, no. You know what I'm talking Men don't know how to talk to one woman, so they blame all women for one woman. Because That's Melanie's opinion. The same shit. That's Melanie's opinion. I would get a dude the $10, and I probably would. It ain't even about the $10. See how they still talking about the 10 It ain't even about the 10 no more, Facebook. I thought it was about the $10. No, it ain't about $10. Because yeah, me, I would have gave that nigga $10. But it's just like, y'all so hard. If y'all can hear what y'all saying, the way y'all talk about niggas, like, I can fuck about no nigga do this or do that. No, I mean, me and Melanie have different approaches. Because Melanie But it's the Melanie same conclusion. Melanie is tired of picking dudes up off the ground. I'm tired. Because she cool up front. Me, I'm not dating you if you're on the ground. So I don't have that issue. So when you ask me for $10, i will be like, yeah, because I gave a nigga $10 in 20 years. <laughs> so yeah, I give you 10 But Melanie will pick him up in the dirt. Rolling the dirt with him and they're like, I'm tired of picking him up out the dirt. <laughs> so, you know what? Here's the thing. Because me, one I, time. If I'm a probation officer, I'm not going to go ahead. Here's the thing. Here, wasn't nobody broke. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, the first cut, he wasn't broke. Nobody was broke. I had to give nobody nothing mm-hmm. when they was on probation. You know what I'm saying? You just no, asked me to. I, yeah, they had it. It was just. It was funny because it was the cousin who didn't have it who I wasn't dating at the time. That's the nigga who didn't have it. But I'm not. The point is, I'm not. I'm not putting no no jeopardy. Like I don't have a problem with doing that, but I just I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of it. It ain't even about the money. It's about like you can't get a resume together. It's almost like y'all don't give a nigga no. Like so, have you helped a nigga? Have you have you helped a nigga? He can't get a resume together. It's stupid stuff. Like I make the joke, but I literally try to help. I make the joke, but I literally tried to help this nigga with rhymes. I said, let me Google a thesaurus. Why don't you do the rhyme dictionary? Cause this shit don't rhyme, man. I'm trying to help this shit don't rhyme. You know what I'm saying? But then niggas want to say I'm a. I'm not. See, I don't. I don't help rappers. I do not help. Rappers at all, I was trying especially to with their content, wow. because so, I'm an artist as well, yeah, and I, I'm really, too, really right. quick. But it was and so with my, bad, but it was bad, you know, and I didn't know what to do. You, and I was you don't. Like, date, I, I tell people up front, like. I cannot date somebody that I don't already believe in their craft That's on real. their own because I know me mm-hmm. and I'm a hard critic because I'm a writer and I'm an yeah. artist myself. So if I feel like I'm better than you, we can't date. If I feel like if I'm with you, they're going to clown you because you're trash. Like, bro, it's not going to work because I want to be your biggest fan. I want to be at the show and be like, oh, that's my babe. I want to be able to rap your songs. I want that feeling. And if I don't have it meeting you, then I can't do it. So, no, because people get hurt. Like, I don't want nobody giving me advice. Like, don't give me advice on my raps. Don't give me advice on my poems. Don't tell me how to do my hooks. I don't want your fucking advice. Period. Unless we collaborating or something. Don't do it if we collaborate. So you Tell couldn't, so, so Bree, you couldn't <laughs> fuck with a nigga like you couldn't build with a nigga. An yeah, artist, as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I did not believe in his craft, what if craft, he had potential? No. What if he wasn't as good as? If he had potential, yeah, yeah. That's, if but I actually liked him, if right, I saw right, potential, right. yes. If I saw no potential, and I'm not the pillar of, of artists, but yeah, for yeah. my particular yeah. taste in music, if I don't see your value, I don't want to be no, on your ship because I'm not gonna. I can't fake it with you. Cause I'm be like, oh, like no, a dude. A dude sent me some of his stuff in my inbox. He was trying to date me. He was like, "Do you like this?" I was like, Re- "Respectfully, no, I don't." But I'm sure someone else will love this. And he was like, "Great, thank you." Everything ain't for everybody. Welcome. Everything no, ain't for everybody. I was polite. I was honest, and I told him it's not me. I don't like it, but I'm sure someone else will. I would never date a different structure. I would never date a comedian. That's just mm-mm, one word. I don't see how that even happen. 
Like, I dated a couple. It's cool. It's, it's all right. Now, you I know me, I always had this much. You can't, that, one, you can't get in the habit of it, one. And two, uh, I learned the, the hard way, unfortunately, like like Bree said, is as a as a woman, as a female comedian, you cannot date anybody and you're funnier than them. It's not going to work. Damn. It's absolutely not going to work. He going to sabotage because the relationship after you one, you kill. One, he going to sabotage that shit and the... He bomb and you don't. You know how long of a ride home that is? It's a long one. That's, That's just like when you're on the road with somebody and y'all, y'all done drove all the way to Grand Rapids. And they bomb. And now you want to have sex and we done bomb? Talk about it with the audience like they like me though. <laughs> and then I go up and destroy and get and then they, and then you all you know. I remember WR Double Double R used to bring this girl with him to um oh, man. to Mandy's and bomb like crazy and oh, then yeah, flirt with the waitresses in that front of him. and that girl was fine as hell and I was like this nigga oh, no, is she a really different. Liked him. He was she an really arrogant nigga him. like who come bomb in front of her and then flirt with other bitches in front of her. <laughs> I was like Double R, you a whole savage out here, cuz. He is a different type of artist. I mean, he is. He consistent. You can I say mean, that. She, she really liked him, though. Like, she really liked him. She so did. I, mean, I felt like it was another side of him we didn't see because we only knew him comedy. We never spent no time with him. Oh, yeah. She wants to find him. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Like six. Why are you putting so much emphasis on that second syllable? Funyuns. I didn't know what she was talking about. Like, Wait, did she say can I get six? Did she give like an exact number of how many she wanted? Like, why she sound like she's from New Orleans? Funyuns. Funyuns. Without guarantee. That's like, how she sounded. She said the Funyangs. I'm like, what is she talking about? And she said six of them. She definitely picked the even number. I don't think that I'm a savage. I just think that... um. I just think I, I can I got a I can see foolishness a mile out. I can see like what it's about to be. Like all right, I can already see what this about to be. Is it because you prejudge him? And how soon him? can you tell? I'm pretty good. I can pretty much get it out in a day or two. One day, two days. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can see I can see what it's gonna be because it's like if you like I, I have a joke I used to do I don't do it anymore because low key it's not funny it's real and sometimes if I'm not laughing hard enough because it's real I can't find the humor in it to make the joke work. But if you meet a dude. And he tell you he got kids, which, you know, me and Bree have, and Josh, we have kids. So sometimes we like to date people that have kids because we think it's going to be easier. Like, oh, you got a kid, I got a kid. I know what I'm doing with mine. I know what I'm doing with mine. I know, that, I know what Josh is doing with his. Mm-hmm. You call Josh two, three times a week, he going to have a baby with him. He going to have, he going to be running the errand. Bree, I, I don't talk to you on the phone like that, but I see you posting stuff up where I, I can see, you can tell when somebody is active as a parent versus that dude that's like, oh, you got your daughter today. And you can tell that he don't have her a lot. By the things he's saying and the way he's acting, like, uh, you're not talking like a parent that's here a lot. You're mm-hmm. talking like a parent to see her once a month. What, what you, you want? Or, or, or either she's like the parent, the parent that doesn't see the baby. I'm not talking about when they're like 15, 16, because teenagers is a totally different animal. When they're little and he don't see her that much, they they wonderful because he don't have no horror stories because he's not with the baby every day. So he says, "Come here, daddy's little princess angel. There she go. That's my girl. Come sit on daddy's lap." You ain't seeing her every day. Cause nobody else see that kid every day talks like that. <laughs> your kid's going your nerves, and that's like an indicator. When last time you seen her? Oh shit, her mom be tripping. I ain't seen her in two months. All right, dog. I, you know I already know where this is gonna go. I already know where this is gonna go. It's a clear red flag right there. Yeah, it's, you, a, it's definitely a red not, flag. That you not, if you're not responsible as a parent, you're not gonna treat me better than you treat your flesh and blood. Uh, and I don't care what nobody says. I, ha- I have to. I have to to just throw it out there because I can't like fake it. I'm a baby daddy, Heather. You a baby daddy? What do that mean? I I'm a baby daddy. I pay child support. My child lives with his daddy. But like, isn't he I'm older? Re- he's been with his daddy forever. 
Like that, oh, that's yeah. why. I, that's why I don't. I'm not, but I'll be seeing you post up stuff though. That's because I go visit. I'm a baby daddy. Okay, but if you Heather. if you go see your your kid, then you're active. The no. I'm not saying non-custodial parents. I'm saying not active no, parents. No, I'm the. Come here, son. My heart and joy. But she talking about I what she really saying that the, 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 the nigga she fuck with, they have to force the baby on him. And so the yeah, nigga got him like, well, come here, little Wolfie. Oh, I'm talking about You're a willing participant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I'm definitely a willing participant. I love When your son called and said, Mom, I want such and such and such. He was like, I'm just glad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I got to my baby. Because he asked me for stuff and I get all teary eyed. Like, I don't care what it is. Whatever it is, sure, you can have it. Now, when you post up, I've seen you write long period I can tell the oh, yeah. connection a person has with their kids because one thing about parents it's just some absolutes mm-hmm. like if you I don't care if you know Josh a week you know this that nigga love his kids you know what I'm saying I know Josh love his kids it's evident he, yeah. he wears it on him it don't look like absolutely. he don't really mess with them or he only see them sometime you can see by the way oh, yeah, he you can tell. Your life you're absolutely you know what I'm saying? that's absolutely. what I'm talking about you can see it so if I don't see it on you I know we're gonna have a problem because first of all I don't understand why you're not into your kids second of all I don't believe you're gonna love me better than you love your flesh and blood I believe Mm-mm. it's only a matter of time before I'm arguing with your baby mama or I'm having a problem with you or your daughter mad at me because now she's 14 and she resentful of the fact that you wasn't there so now she hate me because I'm your girlfriend I can see a problem forming oh, and yeah. to me the problem is your fault because you're not doing your job as a father I definitely that, that's kind of I right. definitely dated a girl who had it's not about child support money and payments it's not that it's not that basic it's like uh-uh. I don't care about the payments you could be James Evans James Evans from good times if he would separate from Florida he wouldn't have been able to pay child support that nigga worked at the car wash you know what I mean he wouldn't have been well child support might run shit back then yeah, three, he worked at a car wash I'm saying he did a lot of odd jobs so it's not about the monetary payment it's about the engagement and the love like Josiah Comedian Josiah, you know that man love his kids. Talk yeah, to him two tell. times, you're gonna know that man love his you kids. Tell. You can tell oh, yeah, you when can somebody is connected to their children. Him. But no, no, no. What Heather's saying is true because I definitely dated a girl who her kid, like she just, it was like, how come you ain't never around? Like, why is your baby? How come you always free to fuck with me all the time? Like. And you could just tell. And it's just something about somebody when they ain't a good mom. It's like you got this kid at this point. You know that's that means something. And that tells me a lot about you as a person. Like you can definitely tell. It's like nah, this ain't really. What's I mean, but I've had men like tell me to my face like I don't want to date you because your son lives with his father. That was a snap judgment like, though. Because yeah, I mean, you don't know the context right. of it. Like I don't know why. Right. Yeah, that's a snap. Ju- that's yeah. definitely a snap judgment on his part because he don't know the de- the details. To me, it's not about custodial because most of us raising our kids as single parents. It's about the connection you have with your child. Mm-hmm. It's about the way you talk about your kid. This nigga mm-hmm. It's about the way you engage with your kid. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have because of the mo- the mother son bond is just beyond. It's nothing like it. Right. You're gonna talk to him different than you talk to everybody, everybody else. Oh, absolutely. And if I'm just if I'm sitting in the car with you, I'm gonna hear that. And I'm gonna be like, okay, real lover son, and that's that's oh, a lot versus the guy that's like, he he's he's dealing with his daughter, he's tolerating his daughter, mm-hmm. he's. You know, he's trying to get, get the mother not to put him on child support. So he's, he's you know, he's just going along. He's doing enough. Yeah, he's doing just enough. That's not the same. Like, to me, that's a huge red flag. They say y'all fucking them funyuns up. Because if, if we're going somewhere with this relationship, at some point we're going to be a blended family. Yeah. That's not going to work important. for me. Right. Because now I'm calling your baby mama, like, bring her over here because we all together while she ain't here. now. And now you're looking at me because I'm like, what did you think I was going to I'm not about to help you be this right, person. Debbie, right. So I'm not even going to get involved with that because... To me, that's a pure love. Love of parent-child is a pure love. And if you don't have that love, I don't think you Something's wrong better. with you. That's just I think that's something yeah. that people that's overlook in general. Because even being a single woman with no kids, um, going into a relationship, too. I see a lot of people where, in my mind, 
I have friends, and I, I get when you your, your clock is ticking and all that stuff, but if you see he has six or seven other kids, and then you become his first baby mama, I be in my brain, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And especially if you already if you can get a glimpse into what's already going on yeah. you have an option this is your first this is your first go round yeah you know what i'm saying so this is your option to be like yeah, like that's one reason i cuz i look at people and i be like yeah no nah. yeah, you got to nah. go with the red flags how, though yeah you yeah. do cuz you be like yeah and because it's really it's a gift and a curse when you grow up with a father in the home because mm-hmm. the curse is you know what you want but it's a gift because they're there and they're strong but then it's the curse because most men, I, I've had a guy ask me, like, he married. You know, I have like a little girl on the side, you know, a little girlfriend on the side, a little friend on the side, I can't have a little friend. And joking, I was like, hey, man, I, I got a real daddy. And he was like, <laughs> and he was just like, okay, and walked away. That's you know what I'm saying? To them niggas. And because he knew, and it was like, anybody that know, know that you're going to have to, like, my, you're going to have to sit down at the table. Yeah. You're going to have to come to Sunday dinner and sit down at the table. He don't give a fuck about how much money you put on that show, but none of that shit. You're going to have to come and talk and look him in the eye as a real-ass man. And that's a, that's something people don't... That's a whole other ball game. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like kids is one way. Kids, to me, is obvious because the parent-child the parent love is very pure and difficult to... Because no, cause kids will forget their parents no matter what. Yeah. He there... You love You naturally innately love your parents No matter what they own You'll be like That's my daddy I love my daddy So the kids will love them In a way that maybe Maybe the girlfriend Or the baby mama don't But you can see that You can see the kids calling Like I have a friend He's a very devoted father I'm not gonna talk to him On the phone for an hour Without his daughter Somebody gonna click in Somebody gonna click in I gotta talk to my daughter Right quick Because they have a relationship And you can see How they treat their friends If your friend invites you somewhere Are you like I fuck that nigga all right, well, that's your boy that you know for five years, or you know since fifth grade. I just met you last week. You're not going to say, fuck that nigga, and then look at me and be like, bow down to Heather. No, you're going to say, fuck Heather, too, when I get on your nerves or whatever. Yep. Those are things you got to see, how he talk, how he treats parents. We all know that, how, how, you know, how he treats parents. But these are relationships. They're right in front of you. They're right in front of you. And all I'm saying is, before you fall in love, and women... Our vaginas are kryptonite. If a nigga hit it right, we gonna like that nigga way more the next day, and that's when we wow, cookie. we slowly, uh, exponentially become sprung. Not nip that shit in the bud. Don't become sprung until you see what the fuck it is. But it be too late because if you leave with the pussy, then you know that's where it's at. That's what I'm saying. If you leave with pussy, same thing with dudes. If you leave with money, you're gonna get used. If you leave with pussy, you're gonna get your heart broken. Never been my problem. So. Cause that money is already invested. If you fuck with me, you already know what time it is. My money is invested into my kids, and then I put it back into myself so I can make more for them. And then what's left, we can do whatever we can try to but do. But the thing it. is, like when I meet girls and they get mad about dudes not taking them places, like a dude like Josh, I know you take care of your kids. You you low key two kids in this economy in America, you're not supposed to have a whole lot of extra. Money. I'm making more money than I thought. I'll be looking at how much money I'll be sending. I'm like, damn, I ain't really fucked up. <laughs> I made it happen. You know what I'm saying? You don't realize that. But, you know, it is what it is. But y'all right. It's the red flags is out there. When you dating somebody, we just look past that shit because we want to like somebody so motherfucking bad that they be like, damn, why she ain't really with her kids? Damn, she don't really handle money like that. So to me, with Melanie's example, you you know you on probation. You know you got to have $10 every few weeks or whatever. You know you got to drop clean. Why wasn't you on that? And that, that irresponsibility. But what do that say, but what do that say about Mel? Mm-mm. Right. Well, Melanie's got a big and this is my, my homegirl, and I ain't just saying Mel in general. Got a big I'm, heart. I'm just talking about Mel as far as like just all motherfuckers who fuck with somebody that they know that it's a little seedy, and I shouldn't really be fucking with for real. 
But you know what? Here's the whole thing. Now, let me just back this up. Let me just back this up. Again, like we said on probation, the person that was on probation, let me just back this up. We were in a whole ass relationship for five years. Before he was on probation? No, and when he after he was on probation, like he was a response, like shit just happened. Oh, but, yeah, like yeah. a homeowner, all that shit, like all that. Like, so he wasn't no, was wasn't no dirtbag ass. No, he okay. wasn't no dirtbag nigga. Okay. We just, he, we, that's just where we met. You know what I'm saying? And shit just happened. But as far as responsible, like I wanted to have kids with this man. He was a responsible man. And I ain't, and since then, it ain't nobody I really want to have kids with since then. You know what I'm saying? So he was a very responsible man. That's just where. We met, you know what I'm saying? The, the circumstance. And I did have some sad niggas in there that wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out little Leon, Big Leon. <laughs> little Leon and Big Leon. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole other story. Uh, but in that same token, what I'm saying is sometimes y'all, not y'all, but men will wear a person out. You know what I'm saying? And because I do have a big heart, I did kind of lead with going in with the being the, uh, I led with my heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we have a big heart and when you leave with your heart, you want to fix, you want to help, you want to do this, and then at the end, you want to be a rescuer. And then yeah. at the end of the day, you drain. Because mm-hmm. then you like, I done did all this shit and, and tried to do all this, and I done poured all it, and, and they ain't got nobody else pouring back into me. So a lot of times, it's like, it ain't about the money. It's about... It ain't about me giving you no money. It's about me pouring out to you, encouraging you, and helping you, and and picking you up. You know what I'm saying? Just just emotionally. You know what I'm saying? So man, and all that kind of stuff. That so shit is a man a lot. can make you happy and sustain a functioning relationship without the money. I think we all can. Yeah. Okay. Like one, like a boyfriend I had, he did not make as much as me, but whatever he had, he contributed to the situation. Delano Glass said, "Nurturing women." What up, Delano? Delano, what's happening, boy? He was, he was at ACS. <laughs> yeah, he did. Everybody worked here. It was a lot of elite at that bitch. That's crazy. That's why I don't I fuck with there. my heart. I mean, I, I think I think men do something different than women. I think women definitely lead with their heart and their ideal of what they think the relationship should be. A lot of times, women romanticize a dude, so they meet him. He smell good. He look good, and it's like he he become Prince Charming, not because of who he is or what he's done, but just based off the fact that he walked in the room smelling good, looking. Good. A lot of times, y'all fuck y'all fuck y'all preferences, the shit that y'all the list y'all had made up, and then y'all meet that nigga, and it's other shit that come with that nigga. Y'all ain't see the fine print. I mean, and that's he real tall, too. he athletic, uh, white teeth, driving a nice car, college educated. But the nigga got some other shit going on with him. You know what I'm and saying? That, and, and it's too really late. Real. And I think guys, where they go wrong is they they want they want so much off top. They don't want to. They don't want to want to put any kind of foundation into. So it much like what? Like you know, you got dudes. I'm only going by what I see on my timeline. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I debate this type of stuff all the time yeah. on my timeline. Dudes will be like, you know, they want to take you to dinner and they want to they, they want to have sex with you after dinner. Most definitely. And it's like, I get that your that your desires is that, but at what point does your logical, mature mind say, no, I don't need, I, I want it, but I don't need it. I need to get to know her better to make sure she's worthy because that's why a lot of times all my guy friends are getting played by women. Like played, I see it coming a mile away. Like, dude, if you didn't know she ain't like you for real. I don't know what to tell you because it was, you could read it on her like a shirt. She was wearing it like clothes. Mm-hmm. She was only with you because you were spending money. And it was so obvious to everybody but you. But you were so busy trying to floss or, you know, a lot of times dudes are like a girl because she the girl that make other niggas sick with it. That's a stupid reason to like somebody. Like somebody because you like them, not because she bad enough to make this nigga sick with. That's stupid. I'm going to just hurt a couple people in uh, feelings in Detroit just so we know. Let's do it. Uh, just so y'all know, when you go other places, Y'all niggas are really known as tricks every other place. Really, They ain't honestly. known as tricks here? 
I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's, but just, like, Midwest, I'm just saying Midwest, like, Chicago and Detroit, like, Indianapolis, just, like, my cousin just watching her homegirls, like, you got some friends coming in from Detroit? Because they be in that bitch, like, it's money on the flow, because I'm like... Oh, so Detroit niggas be going in and they be... Yeah, because they always think they go, because we always trying to one-up, so they think, I'm about to go get me a Cali bitch, get her a little apartment, take care of my little Cali bitch, and all that type of stuff, you already Damn. know. I don't know no nigga talk like that. I do. I, what niggas is going to get people apartments? They don't talk that. They don't, okay, first of all, the street nigga is. That's number one. Okay. He the biggest. He the biggest sucker with feelings and everything, and act like he ain't got no feelings, and because he leave with his pocket, because he ain't got no fucking personality. Yeah, most or definitely. Nothing like that. But liquor and liquor and his money. You know what I'm saying? He ain't but got no personality. She said he ain't got money. He ain't got no person. He ain't got something is the form. Like if you strip away the cardies and all that, nigga cross eyed. A lot of these niggas like. And he just whack as hell. He don't know how to hold a conversation. And he can't hold a conversation. <laughs> like and he sounds so stupid. Like so what's up with you? I mean, so what's up with you? So what's up like, with you? Like one of my boyfriend, we would go out in a whole conversation. I mean, don't talk. About, I just want. I just want to hear you talk. I don't have nothing else to say. Somebody else say Because somebody has something else to say. And then he like, oh, that sound like a blessing. That you sound like a whole ass fool saying like a blessing. blessing. Wait a minute. You sound like a whole ass fool. What, 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 that, that response was to you saying what? Because I was talking about like stuff I was doing in comedy. He like, that sound like real, that sound like a blessing. And I was like, that don't even sound right. What you think about voter restriction? I don't know. I don't even want to talk to you about <laughs> this it. This nigga was just going out his timeline throwing shit out there. What about Kamala Harris? What you know about Kamala Harris? And it's just like Aaron Timberlands on the airplane. Bro, that's so crazy. And it's and my whole point is, I be thinking that sometimes I feel sorry for them kind of dudes because they, they 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 I mean they can't help it they ain't got no game you know. Or just in it because I be like sometimes. And I don't, oh, you're lame. I be thinking like sometimes with dudes, I just be want to tell you. You're not as cool as you think you are, fam. Nah, you know nah, what I'm saying? You're not as cool yeah. as you are. If you just come and be your fucking self. Bro. If you a gamer, just be a gamer. If you want to talk to me about Street Fighters, talk to me about Street Fighters. Respect me on be on the let me meet you on the level that you own. Human beings. This is have a conversation and make a connection. I think that you should do some due diligence up top. I think you should do some due diligence. And before you Start investing in any human being. That's men and women. Do some due diligence. It, yes, he's fine, and yes, fine is wonderful. But I got to make sure he don't hit bitches. You know what I mean? Like it's like little. How stuff about like that? that? I do ask. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to make I sure. Ask. I gotta see. I gotta see. Is your mom in the nursing home, or are you are you caring for? Her? Like what's going? I gotta see because these are all things that are gonna help me shape my opinion of you and the value system I have. Money is wonderful. Looks is wonderful. But we can't ever forget that the inside stuff is more important. And we got to stop important. acting like your timeline ain't important. We got to stop mm. acting like... What you mean the, the timeline? Dude, you say like, that. You gotta had dudes yeah, we got to stop acting like what the fuck that people post on Facebook don't really mean. Cause I don't people be, know, man. Uh, cause this, no, no, no. Because this is what I'm going to say about this. Go ahead. No, I got, no, say it's a lot of stuff that come across. You can pick and choose what you decide to share. You don't have to share the picture of... The guy sitting down here eating the girl ass or with the pancakes and all that whole You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? It depends on what you, that lets me know. Whatever you decide to pick and share, that share button is just saying, to me, it's saying, I agree with this. So I'm going to let the world see whatever it is. Because if like it's this. something I don't agree with, uh-huh. I'm not going to share it. Your page is a, it's a, it's a social media extension of, of your brain. Your brain chooses what you're going to share. It chooses what you're going to post. It chooses what you're going to like. 
You're, but let me say this. Let me, let me say this, Mel. No, and that's the funny thing about algorithm. A lot of times, people are sheep and they put up what other people put just because they like. All right, bet everybody on this, and it's what I'm that's on. True. And so, so that's, that's why I, I rarely go off of what people put on social media because you can pretend to be whatever the fuck you want to be on there. It's very. I know niggas who put up shit on there, and I'm like, nigga, I know you ain't like that. And I see girls putting up shit, and I'm like, I know you ain't moving like that. So it's like I'm. I don't really take like I don't believe nothing I see on social media. Like somebody, somebody, if they say somebody died, they killed by Bill Cosby. In 2012, yeah. I don't believe shit on social media. You know what I'm what saying? I'm That's saying just me. But what I'm saying is, I'm talking about what I'm talking about is what I choose to share. Like for me, but you different, man. Because but you a different motherfucker. You different though. You don't get that. Don't say what you do. Okay, but everybody ain't like that. But but your average person who. It's, it's not, not moving, moving like that. that. That's not an entertainment. That's just a regular person. And then the next thing is, if you're a person who don't move like that and you posting something that's not, why are you doing it, man? People because they want to look a certain way because this this they love hip hop. To them, but then they put up the shit next, like that. But that's the next part of it, Josh. Because then that, now I'm peeling back layers. Because now I know that you might be an opportunist or a or a, 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 a what they say a media hog. Or with a media whore or a social whore. Anybody like so people post shit and they crying on there. It's like who but, holds the who holds the phone and cries into it. But that says okay, so it says a lot about the person who posts up in. Like, I can't stand a person who posts up in the hospital. Oh my gosh, I'm sick, but you got all the fucking MRI shit and the little tools and <laughs> shit. On, Bitch, take care of yourself. Hey, to on. me, you an attention hog, and I don't like you. And that's what I'm saying. That I mean, to, 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 to defend myself. Wait okay, a minute. Wait a minute. Explain why she cries on IG. Wait. First of all, I cry on Facebook. I've seen it. <laughs> but <laughs> crying on Facebook got me the therapy that I needed because I was in a very bad emotional space. I had made an appointment to find a therapist through my doctor, and I couldn't get in for like two months. That's how booked it was. And I was extremely frustrated. I was in a horrible place, and I went to Facebook. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard for me to find help like I went to the doctor I said I needed help they said okay they gave me these fucking pills and now they want me to wait two months to talk to somebody I'm not gonna make it yeah I need help who can help what do yeah. I do now yeah so someone reached out to me my therapist I love her to death she reached out to me privately and was like Brie I saw your video I see that you are hurting and that you genuinely want any help come to me tomorrow yeah. First session is free. I just want you to have a release there and we'll talk about for help online. There are you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it wasn't like, ooh, what was me? Look at me. But again, but this was genuine tears, mm -hmm. like, but I need help. And then on a funnier note, I went to social media and I cried because I was trapped in a room with a spider. I was fearful <laughs> for my life. So again, say and if I I'm needed a man, assistance. If I'm a dude Did and I want to date you, no, I finally killed it. I was so oh, proud okay. of me. It took me an hour, but like it was okay. I, I so cried I'm just saying, so for me, like, so, so, so if I'm a dude or a jumpster, or if I want to date you, just say or whatever. Just say I want to date you. If men want to date you, mm -hmm. I'm look at the profile and I'm be like, even if I want to date, I'm be like, okay, the bitch has problems. Okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> take it easy. My pro, that's gonna let me know how I approach you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying no, I'm but it's bitch too crazy. I'm saying it's bitch I'm not going to approach you, but again, I'm going to figure out how to. how to approach you. Because and you then I might state. still be like, hey man, she got a little bit too much going on. Baby girl cute, but baby girl got a little too much man, going on. Man, put it like this. You might can go on there and get about 40% of who a person really is on there, and that and that's me being generous. See, I don't, I don't think so, Josh. I what you mean? Think so. I think it's way more than that. I think it's way more than that. My page a lot of engagement. A lot of engagement. I got dudes I talk to damn near every day. I wouldn't even know I'm walking down the street, but we have had 
full conversations. I feel like I get what you're saying about the posing and the putting on because the video viral or because sometimes you got to twist the sense of humor and it's ignorant, but it's funny. We, we all laugh at something that's ignorant and funny. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when a person tells you something about their character. Not I'm not talking about when they're saying something pop culture. I'm talking about when somebody say, oh, like today, like today. This dude was on there. He was like, um... I ain't never believed Megan no way. That bitch was lying. Tori ain't shoot her. This album is fire. All right. I've been so so now here we are on this whole protect black women, protect black women. Mm-hmm. And you're letting us know off top. You have no desire to protect us. So it's like, it's no sense of me even trying to ever like you because you don't agree that black women need protection. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me as a black woman. So I'm not, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to argue with you about this. Oh, I delete people all the time when, right. when I see their true character and they post something. I'm like, right. damn, that's crazy. And I, I delete them immediately. Because it's like, it's like if, if you like me and, we, and I agree to go on a date with you or I like you or whatever, however we come together... Who want to sit at the table and argue? We trying to get to know each other and have fun. So if I sit at the table with you and you like, that bitch ass, big stack, yeah, bitch lying, nigga, we ain't having no fun tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, the date is over. So I'm not even going to go down that hall with you until you show me something else, maybe some other statuses that maybe can give you. But just off that alone, and I don't You're think not. dudes want to accept the fact that some of the stuff they say dries up pussy. Quickly. Dries up pussy. Because you're talking too much. Shut the fuck up. You, you're giving us... And here's the thing. I have, got, I have argued with all my page with dudes about this. But if this was a racial shit, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. If somebody white came on and was like, if you, like, like that meme is going around. If you don't like America, you should leave America, black people. Ain't nobody about to be like, oh, she's just posing. She's just putting on. Only 40%. We're about to be like, no, this, this, this lady right here is racially insensitive at best. At worst, she's racist. Either way, you can't be my friend. And we would get it. We would get it. If a white, if you if you met a girl in the club, if you was in the white girls, and you met a girl in the club, he's like, yeah, she fine, she cool, she was laughing at all my jokes, and you went home and typed up her Instagram, and it was all Trump propaganda, and she was all saying, all lives matter, black people need to stop doing what the cops say. You'll be like, yo, I'm looking at you different now. Let's bring it to home. Remember George Floyd? Now. When George Floyd came out, and we saw how some of the clubs responded. Yeah. That let us know a whole lot. Like, if one club here didn't respond, everybody was looking crazy. Like, you better say something. You know what I'm saying? So that, that like, it... it I mean, because now on social media, you, is, I yeah, it's different. Playing, I get that you putting on, I get that you're trying to get followers. But here's the thing. That's cool. Post whatever you want on your page. But you've got to take responsibility for that if I think less of you. you got to take responsibility. That's not my fault. Because you didn't have to post that. You, Josh, you don't post up no extra shit. You make jokes. You post the videos of yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Like a lot so of this, a, a lot of this we put that's on, is, a lot of this we put on is different because we go on stage and say shit. Like we live our shit out there, so people kind of know who we are and we pull who we are out there. A lot of people are trying to put. Create a persona like the this is their stage like this shit this is really who we is this is who we are so Mel you gonna post what you mean and Bree gonna post what she mean and Heather you gonna do the same thing but a lot of motherfuckers would be like they're playing the game I believe the majority of people on social media are not who the fuck they are in real life and I got a problem with that yeah. because to me if I wasn't a comedian like, like, like that one nigga I shouldn't have to be Doctor Strange and me too but I'm saying like that one nigga the nigga who posted that oh yeah she shouldn't have fuck with her and the album was fire some niggas just say shit to get a reaction. Like when Dino posted that shit about Kobe Bryant. I don't know if y'all remember that when he said something about the day oh, yeah, he died, yeah, yeah, yeah. him and his daughter died. He said some shit. And I did a show with that nigga that night. And he was running around like it was just the greatest shit ever. And I was like, he was looking at me. I ain't really say nothing to him, but I could tell he just wanted niggas to say something to him. And I was like, 
You know, nigga, you can say what you want to say, because at the end of the day, I, it ain't for me. It ain't for me to say what's funny or not. I just know what ain't funny to me. It's an audience out there that might think that shit hilarious, but my nigga, at the end of the day, I don't fuck with it. And then niggas start getting on them or whatever. A lot of times, niggas just say shit to say shit. But he, that's cool, but he gotta take responsibility for all the people, and, and, all the people that blocked him. And niggas gotta take responsibility for that. But what I'm saying is, I don't all the take. that dried up. I believe a pussy dried up, dicks got soft. Like, nigga, that was like the worst shit ever to say. So, if, you, if it might be a girl you try to holler at a month from now after you'd have forgot about the status, but she remember that whole shit you said about Kobe and his daughter. She just look at you different, and you gotta own that shit because you didn't have to say it. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying on the flip side is that y'all have to own that if y'all fall for what a nigga say on there and think that he a good nigga. That y'all gotta fall for that once y'all give him some pussy oh, after yeah, they got no, eat. So, so that's all I'm saying is like, don't take a nigga from what he say I, I, on the internet. I don't hear that. That's all I was trying to say. Make a dude look better. I'm saying it could definitely make it look worse, though. It could definitely make it look worse. You just gotta be careful, man. That's social media, man. I mean, because I've had people come into my inbox about shows. Like, I seen a post that you made and. You know, we had this show and we want to make sure that the community feels comfortable because I saw a post that you made just about me being a Christian. Just a post about being a Christian. And they came in my inbox, you know what I'm saying, to make sure it was a safe zone. So I'm just saying to say that is social media is the new, like social media will get you, when I was working in probation, it will get you indicted. I saw people's lyrics. I saw people's pictures. I saw people be like, oh, you drinking, but you posting up pictures on Facebook. So all I'm saying is like social media is very, very. It's it's the new extension of yourself. I mean, yeah, that's that, all I'm saying. That's your first impression and sometimes. Do, and it, it is because jobs now, jobs are looking at it. Oh, people, they go to your social media. Mm-hmm. They want to see as comics. You know, people will go to our pages and want to see. And people different on each each, each social media platform. Like Facebook is one thing, Instagram is another. Snap mm-hmm. is some totally different shit. So you kind of just gotta be careful. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think it's gonna be a common thing. Like whoever the like the Meg nigga. Whoever said the main shit on, on Facebook, he gonna post up a meme about misogyny on Instagram. And then he gonna post up a half naked bitch on you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people it's like, it becomes a power trip. They just like I'm gonna say whatever I want to say, nobody gonna stop me. And it's like just because you can say something don't mean you should. Somebody said social media is the new drug. But now everybody got an opinion on there. So it's like you gonna have people that support me. Some people that support uh uh, fucking what's the nigga name Tory Lanez and then there's people yeah. in the middle who just don't give a fuck because that's their right to not care it's like nigga what do I gotta do with me so I just think you gotta be careful if you if you're single and you know you're looking for somebody mm-hmm. you're looking especially the dudes cause to me the dude that now post up oh whatever I'm still listening to R. Kelly I don't give a fuck how y'all feel that's my nigga whatever he'll be the same one in two weeks I can't meet no good women out here and it's like you shoot yourself in the foot with some of the stupid stuff you gotta be posting up, you can listen to R. Kelly, but you ain't gotta uh, throw it up in our face like we stupid. I listen to that nigga. You know, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is, everybody still listen to R. Kelly. Yeah. Let's be real. But it's a difference between me saying it came on my Pandora playlist, I didn't change it. Versus what? Who gonna stop me? It's my phone. You okay? Now it's turning into a big power trip. It's yeah, not a power you're doing trip, a little though. too much because, yeah, at that point. And that's how I felt about the dude's Tory Lanez post today. It was like, you just wanted to be letting us know that you're not a sheep and you're not going to follow the crowd and I don't care what y'all say. All right, dog, who are you talking to, though? Because like this, I put it like this. At some point, we got to have a real conversation, nigga. I'll back wings better than anybody wings out here. And I just discovered that today. No. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, John. Outback, you know. Outback chicken wings? Outback wings. They, they all right. No, them they bitches right. is the truth. Mm. Them bitches is 12 play, Illmatic, Miseducation, 
all braided you said onto wings? a drumstick. A, a wing dings. dings. The wings. Oh. The wing dings. They okay. Them Do bitches, they have sauce on them? It don't need none. No, they just don't fried. need They appetizer chicken wings. They just bar food. Them bitches. He overreacting. He overreacting. Them bitches crazy. And if you want to follow me. I'm this conversation because I don't eat chicken off the bones. So I'm just. Oh, yeah. I respect that. No, I like the tenders, but I'm just telling you. Them wings? I mean, if we just gonna say something to get ourselves blocked, I might as well just Go ahead. Make, a, make a chicken wing confessions. I don't think Sweetwater got good chicken. I'm, I ain't gonna say they ain't good. It ain't the best. It's not it be the best. It's kind of slimy to me. It I is. It's not the best. I personally prefer uh, Pizza Popolis wings. I like the barbecue Pizza sauce wings. They say, man, they they say, I like Jets oh, wings. Oh, they say wings. They say oh, wings are good. They say they wings, they say wings so good. They was number oh, one until I went down under to the Outback. No, no. I got them hoes. I'm telling you, no. With that little chocolate bread, that little chocolate, chocolate bread they bring to you. It's honey wheat. I, I, I asked. It's honey wheat. Yeah, it's like it's a and wheat. And it's better with the honey butter sauce. Oh my god. I'm just gonna throw it out here. Y'all want some good chicken mm. tenders? Go to Buddy's Pizza, and they got the best. Yes, they have the honey butter sauce, baby. Um, now, when they ranch, bring you that butter, you tell the them to bring me the honey butter. Buddy's got the best ranch. Buddy's got the best ranch. It's so good. The Rusty County Island got the best ranch. It's so good. Oh, the bell is just for me making points, man. When something come up, man, that's just me just just like bell. I'm glad y'all watching us. Yeah, man. Hey. You know, some people podcast. Like right now, my live got one person. I'm depressed. I'm just <laughs> yeah, mine went to zero. It was there, and then it, yeah, I had, it was popping for a minute. It they was popping. Well, it's twelve it was o'clock popping. at night. It's like it's, it's and Saturday. I'm here with, and I got the vampire shit with the blood dripping out the side of my thing. And then my cousin asked me what the topic was, and I was like, I forgot. We just been talking. That's what we do on here. We just start talking. I don't even know. How we feel about P Valley? Anybody watch P Valley? My cousin made me binge watch it because I got this nail, and I feel like Uncle Clifford. Like, let me tell you something. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. What's What's P Valley about? It's like Players Club as a series, but it's more serious. And it's down in Mississippi. And M I crooked letter, crooked Hump back, hump back, hump back. Let me tell you something. She told her her boyfriend, this one part, she told her boyfriend, he was up on her like, come here, Keyshawn. Come here, Keyshawn. And she was like, wait one Mississippi motherfucking minute. And I was like, oh, I'm sold. And the gay guy on there is like Big Frida, but in Mississippi. And I love it. And he got a little boyfriend named Lil Murder. She be like, Lil Murder. How y'all feel about this, though? Because people say this. With black shows, they always try to sneak a lot of uh, uh, gay stuff in there. I think all the new shows all have gay, shows characters. Yeah. gay characters. I think they all have gay characters. Queer is folks a whole ensemble. I mean, when, when the Mimi Flash Love? and the Arrow got gay characters, it's a wrap. <laughs> like DC Universe, everybody gay. They made, they made, they making Colossus gay. Right. Like they really kind of just putting it out there, which is like I get it. It's a part of the world, but it's like it's just feeling kind of forced. But you point. know what? If you watch, if, if, I was gonna say, but Colossus does. Ah, but Colossus had like a if you he was married to Shadowcat and he's from Russia. Yeah, but no. If yeah, you go, know, yeah, I know. I don't see no Russian dude made it still be gay. But you know what? Either, it was? But if you watched him in some of the cartoons in the back, like he. He never, was soft. Never. He was soft. He was yes, never he was. soft. Yes, he, he was. He's, a, he's supposed to be emotionally he intelligent. He was emotionally soft. Like, he was soft. But like, that's what it, it is. What you gotta understand is, like, it's like the opposite. It's like this nigga made it steal, and of course he had his emotional yeah, stuff. He wasn't gay. Let me tell you something. I had me and watched the X-Men when I was in the quarantine. It was this one episode where all the X-Men was gone, and he had came, and wasn't nobody there to fight the people but him and Jubilee to fight the robots and shit. And I could see Oh yeah Colossus got left alone A few times Yeah you know what I'm saying He pretty much guarded the house Colossus always like Cried and was very emotional Well yeah he was supposed To be an emotionally Intelligent man Which today would Translate as A little soft You know It could It could If they're looking for I think they reach a little bit with a couple of them. Like I like how they Street. did it with a uh, Supergirl, where they made it a character that don't really exist. Cause like she a, a fictional character. You know, this character, the sister, she could be whatever. Cause she ain't she ain't in the universe. What y'all think about Burnt Ernie? I ain't think Burnt Ernie was gay. That's when they took that shit a little far. <clears throat> they had 
separate beds. They, they, had, they, they, was roommates. they slept in twin beds. But they did get in the tub and shit. And that was a little wild. When did they get in the tub together? They did. They was in the tub together. Bert and Ernie got to the tub together? Check it out. I don't believe that. Bree is so serious. Her face is well, like that. See, because I never they thought did. that they were, were gay. They got I assumed that they were just mentally stunted. I never assumed none of that. Just I homies. just, I mean, I could two, never tell who was two kid. grown men. But see, Ernie was a child. What are you talking about? They had a house. They, they had a house. I never thought there was that the parent. I never, but they weren't people. But, but Ernie don't understand nothing you talk about with him. Like, right, got, which made me so believe made me think he was, I that he was maybe young. they were so in the. How old is Sesame Street here? Let's just start from the beginning. How old is Big Bird an adult or a child? Because sometimes he act very. They all act like children. Only child was Elmo. Elmo was the only child. Everybody else was grown. Because Oscar. Grown. Yeah, grown. Grown. Yeah, Oscar's grown. Oscar's grown. Definitely was grown. Oscar definitely was grown. He's like teaching somebody something. Bert and Ernie were grown. They were grown. See, I never saw. I saw. And the man with the with the hair that was right here. Am I tripping? Yeah, you tripping? Y'all, do y'all know how old the the Sesame Street character was? I don't know. I said one of them should. Ernie had a mustache. Like Ernie did not have a mustache. No, who's the one that had the restaurant when his hair was missing? Oh, that blue man, the one, the one that Grover used to mess up his mustache. Yeah, they used to wear all the time. That poor man, Grover. Here's the thing about Grover. Grover's an amazing person. Helps everybody. Terrible waiter. Terrible waiter. Grover could not get an order right for shit. He messed up that man lunch hour. He would be like, Can I just get my sandwich and Grover would be like, Wait the wait, sir. And then come back with the wrong order every time. But who's the character that was in there? It was the same old man that was in there who was indecisive and they could never figure out what they want. And it was like, I want the tuna salad. I want the chicken. And then they would keep switching <laughs> back and forth. Well, you take this one. You take that one. You take this one. Well, here we do. And I love Sex Machine because they always compromise. How about I cut the tuna sandwich in half? I mean, they did. They, and the chicken salad well. in half. Very well. And then you guys, and it was hilarious. The compassion. It taught man. us mercy. It taught us uh, empathy. Patience. Patience. A compromise. Cooperation. Cooperation. That would be a whole thing. I remember this is how old I am. I remember because Sesame Street ran a lot of reruns. We thought them bitches was new. They was running reruns. They was running reruns the whole they time. Because one time I remember this vividly. It was Gregory Hines and his brother, and they had the tightest leggings on, dick nuts hugging. <laughs> oh, Larry said, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" And they was they looked like they was like twenty years old. They was young as hell. And I'm like, I, that had to be like the late sixties, early seventies. And they was tapping and counting like one. And I was like, you can see full dick though. Like you can see full. Google it. It's on YouTube. Full dick. Gregory Hines been showing full dick. Gregory all Hines 80s. is amazing. He's a national all treasure. All eighties. His tap. Remember tap. That was the shit. Who, who the new tap dancing nigga? Why we ain't got one of them? Savion. 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 Is he? I don't hear him from him no more. He was on bringing the noise. He did the Broadway show. I was gonna say I ain't seen Savion in a minute since the Jamie Foxx show. Like we ain't no Luther and and, and and Gregory to have a thing. Y'all ain't finna come on here and get to talk. There's nothing better than love. So wait a minute. Well, in the world, it was definitely a, a gay love song. I've been thinking what? of. So wait a minute. Gregory Hines. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't Gregory Hines in um Wait to Exhale? Yes. And then the other nigga was that she her husband was gay, but then the nigga she messed with in real life was the gay guy. I, I don't know if he played gay um, on the Gregory show. Gregory Hines was gay. He was the he gay, was gay real, yeah. But I'm just saying. No, but he, wait, next hell, he dated he Brother Devine. Yeah, he was the one dating Gregory. He was the neighbor. Oh, yeah, so yeah, the, no. the other husband was gay, but yeah, Gregory yeah, Hines yeah. was really the gay one in the real and life. That, and I, I'm not sure if Gregory Hines is gay. He's definitely bisexual. Wow. He definitely dated Luther. Well, in reality, if you bisexual, you gay. Because it didn't even make no sense for him to be on that track. You know like, <laughs> At like, all. Why is Gregory Hines singing and on And Luther let him lead the whole way through. And his pitch was off, and then Luther would just come in and kill a part, and then let Gregory go back to being hella mediocre. Because Luther come in, what in the world could we 
That's an amazing song, though. I don't Still remember shit. none of that. Hey. There's nothing better than love. I don't when they said the video was them sitting on the on the Broadway stage on these stools. And both of them had on scars. And they That's just walked side to side. It looked so corny. I didn't realize, Gregory, uh, Gregory that Luther Vandross was gay till like 2006. You just didn't want to see it. You didn't I was like, man, you ain't heard what Jason Jamerson said. Bad boys are all right. You heard Jason. Dancing with my father was the giveaway. That nigga was scat, he danced with his father because he loved him. Thank you, Josh. I'm with you. He was a bad boy. How many men y'all know dancing with their daddies? How many men make a song? I'm a bitch. There's a red flag we're talking about, Bree. Have you ever heard the Cupid Shuffle? I'm sure a lot of niggas dance with their daddies. But I'm just saying, he said, I'm a bad boy. Nah, I mean, it's wrong being a bad boy. The Pistons was bad from 89 to 92. That was Sam Cooke's song, though. That was a remake. But it's just the way he did it. His shoulder, he had a, he shimmy. No, he didn't. All right, there wasn't no videos in 1979. <laughs> he shimmy. This liquor done no jumped video. in, and now no, we coming no, up with speculations. No, we out here spreading propaganda. Bree, mental, mental health check in with Bree. Yeah. Oh, somebody was supposed to send y'all a message, right? Hey, everybody. This week's mental health check in. The affirmation that I want to give you is that it's okay to try again. And the reason why I picked this one is because sometimes when you are on your mental health journey and you're in a space where you feel you're being productive and positive and peaceful and you find your momentum and you're going and you feel like, cool, things are looking up, out of nowhere, you kind of lose your mojo. You realize that you're in bed a little bit longer than normal. You start to feel yourself slipping back into your depression. And then you feel like, dang, now what do I do? And I'm here to tell you to get up. It's okay to try again. Okay, you took some time. You needed a second. You want to regroup. It's not too late. It's not too late. You haven't missed your window. Get up. You can do this. You can finish what you started. You've got this. So it's okay to try again. It's okay to try again. That yeah. was great advice. Excellent advice. Oh, thanks. Josiah, yeah, man, you definitely come on next week. It ain't nothing. Uh, T. Burrow coming on Friday. All right, this is what we doing here. Uh, message 17. to your 17-year-old self. Um, message to 17-year-old Josh. Luther Vendroff was gay, bro. <laughs> You're not going to find out till you turn 27, but... Oh, Luther my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> all them songs he was singing was about niggas. He was an amazing vocalist. He wore glitter jackets. You should have known by his face that he, he liked men, but you didn't know, and it ain't for you to know. He didn't try mm. you, but there's nothing wrong with that. Let that man live his life and do his thing and enjoy his music all the same. Uh, Melody Hearns, message to 17-year-old Mel Hearns. Mel, you was going to be better than all them bitches. <laughs> she said you just never knew. You should, I'm just saying. You what was the song out when you were seventeen? What was the what was your favorite song when you were seventeen? Oh damn, Josh, it was so many, but I'm just, just the, the one that was like the one. I'm the first one that just came to my head. When you were seventeen, because I know your memory good. <clears throat> I'm finna pull a kick dough, lay down on the floor, wow. out the G's in the money, everybody gotta go. I damn. got one up in the chamber, wow. one up oh, in the, you know what I'm saying. You know, that's all. We're going to smoke this weed. We're going to get on 75. We're going to make it to the end, though. We're going to smoke. Her, you know first thing, her, her favorite song started off with, I'm going to pull a kick, though. And lay down on the floor. Kick a nigga, though, in. See murder. Free my nigga, see murder, man. I roll with the tank. Roll with the uh, uh, Heather Jack. Yeah. Message. I mean, advice to 17-year-old Ace Jack. Mm, stay at U of M. <laughs> stay in Michigan. Um, take advantage of... 
the opportunities that people give to you. I think I, I, I think back, I messed up a lot of opportunities because when you're young, you just assume they're never going to stop. So I definitely, uh, Heather, stay in school, graduate on time, but still keep the baby. Keep the baby, but go back to Michigan when you finish. Don't give up on yourself. Um, and I was uh, all eyes on me. Um, uh-huh. I think Jodeci, I feel like freaking you, something like that. Uh, <laughs> something like that, something like that. And um, yeah. So two parking uh, yeah. jumps. All right, then. Uh, then it was everybody Something get like your that. roll on. Something everybody like get that. your roll on for me. I had to think about it. My 17, 2002, we was all at the senior skip day at Belle Isle. Everybody get your roll on. Bree, message okay. 17 year old message Bree. to my 17-year-old self is close to Heather's. It would be definitely take advantage of the opportunities that are about to come your way. Because I was in some situations that could have catapulted me in a totally different direction had I really believed in myself the way I should have and I didn't back then. I didn't I didn't see my talent or my abilities. I didn't know. And I kinda let those situations kinda pass me by because I was afraid to succeed. So yeah. Man, that's some real shit being scared of success. I didn't realize I was for a while my damn self. Message to uh, hold that's on. Real. Caesar said message to my seventeen year old self. Uh, I should have fucked Adina Howard. That's crazy. Ah, no, I'm lying. Ah, he said, love, love yourself more than anybody. Being dark skinned is a blessing. Talk that shit, Kane. Come on. Hey. I was listening to MC Hammer, Heavy D and the Boys. Shout out to uh, LaWanda. Hey. hey, man. Heavy D and the Boys. Yeah. Seven Heavy like, D and the Boys. Was Heavy D that nigga for real? Like, Heavy D was that man? Before we get out of here, I just want to know, was Heavy D that nigga? Yeah. I kind of remember that nigga, but it's like, I don't. That was crazy. Oh, yeah, no, he, had, he had party music, uh, yeah. dance music, and his confidence. He was a very positive person. Yeah. He definitely was a party starter. And he was the first, because, you know, the Fat Boys was and different. he was good on his feet. He, yeah, he could dance Ooh, real good. Yeah. And he he kind of was like the pre-Biggie, like the, you yeah. you could be big, but still get down. And fly. And, and he dressed fly. Dress fly as fuck. Yeah. Like, look at his old episodes when he came in on Living Single. Yeah. Fly as fuck. That's what I remember that nigga on. But, but positivity... Come off as corny, so he was positive, but niggas didn't really take it at that. No, he no. Everybody was positive back then. That's before yeah, gangsta rap. Gangsta rap killed big, uh, Heavy D's career. Nobody want to say it, but when the West Coast, yeah. the West Coast, when Ice T and Colors and all that shit started yeah. hitting and all that, that's when gangsta rap legit. The rap, but all when, that when it was him, Will Smith, because if yeah. you think about it, like the the most like controversial before like hardcore rap rap mm-hmm. came, it was what Slick Rick. Knock him yep. out the box, Rick. Knock him out. Story. He was street. He robbed the sister and the mother. Yeah. Tried to rap a rapper who was a DG undercover. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, when I first heard that shit, I was scared. Like, my brother put that album on. My mom and them left. It was a green album. <laughs> and next thing I know, all I can hear is, fuck the police. Fuck, fuck. And, and colors, colors. And the movie Colors with Ice-T. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Man, that changed my life forever. It did, hey, and it also helped me learn my way around California. Because yep. I was in this bitch like, I got a bitch riding down Imperial. That means mm-hmm. I'm with Ice Cube and the West Coast, the Aces Bloods. You know, so it kept me together. I ain't gonna lie. I think my Gangster first rap hard me. rap song that I actually fell in love with was Spice One. Ah. Spice Motherfucker. Who was that? Made for leaving bodies none. You I'm a G, motherfucker. Mine was DJ Quick first album. I'm a G, 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 I'm
Game changer. Hey man, they done took us way back, and now all the motherfuckers Detroit. who was listening, who listened it's to Solid Baby, is not on here no more. <laughs> hey man, thank y'all for listening guys. to another episode of Josh Adams Podcast. Man, y'all be cool, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, um, man. Be easy. I, I it's been great. Adderall, See you next week on Wednesday. Love you guys. You guys are you awesome. Are listening to the Detroit is different after dark podcast network.